0: This is your Commander in Chief. Uh, I am issuing a warning. The following podcast contains adult content and intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy.
1: welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with the beautiful Marina Shafir.
2: What's up? She's
1: looking jacked, as always. Would
2: you stop with the jacked?
1: You look, your I arms... I haven't look, worked
2: out in like a week.
1: I don't know. I think your arms get bigger. Your arms look like me after prison. They're on a, big. Like they're, they're huge.
2: They're not that big. Ugh. They are not that big. I still fit into my small jackets.
1: All right, okay. So, fuck you. Whoa, whoa thank you. It's <laughs> uh, a compliment to a, someone who's a fighter to say
2: their arms look big, but... I know, but you can't say... Damn, girl, your arms are jacked. You gotta be like, hey, girl, are you, you work out? How many push ups can you do? Well, we're not at a fucking bar <laughs> right now. I, I know, I'm, I'm just, but I'm just, You just, should treat it like that. Uh, like a bar? Yeah, I can't just... you can't just be like, girl. You're jacked. You just want. When,
1: when did I say girl? I, I'm not. This is not. I'm not a world star hip hop. I'm just. I'm just saying that you look like. <laughs> you look like your arms are, are are big. I'm sorry to point out the obvious. Okay. Say, say they look nice. And yeah.
2: Say they look nice.
1: Okay, but for, for the record, if someone says your penis looks nice, I'll take big. All right, just just for the record. Uh, but I understand why <laughs> b- both work for that. Okay, so uh, I've, I, I had a very good week. I um. I just got back from Reno yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was crazy. I had funny shows, really funny shows, because um, it's a very cross section of people. You have like very old people in Reno and young and Mexicans. It's just just a wide, you know, variation of people, which I always love. But uh, I did one show where this guy in the crowd had some kind of condition where every time he laughed, he would go, "Huh, huh." And like, and everyone around them was laughing, right? And I'm like, is there a goat in here? Like, why? What is that? And I, and then eventually I was like, I could tell. How, and I asked him, I'm like, do you have do you have Tourette's? And he's like, he's he's, he's like, no. I don't want to I make actually sure.
2: Have a condition.
1: No, I want to make sure that he didn't have anything that was like, yeah. that, that, you know, I didn't want. I'm not gonna make fun of someone's, you know permanent, but, but he was like, he's like, hur, 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 right? So, and then I go, I could base how, I, I can know how funny the joke was huh. based on how many hearts I was getting. <laughs> and then eventually everyone around him was laughing, you know? So then I started making him a part of my act. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, when pigs have sex, they go, and then I hear her, <laughs> So he became my punchline. I'm like, uh, when people in Arkansas have sex, that you hear, rrr, 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 it was the funniest thing. Turned out the guy was gay too. That even was he was there with his, his, his like boyfriend. That even, so I called him Gay Kermit because he sounded like a. It was really funny. It was that was uh,
2: That's pretty funny.
1: Then there was a show where there was a blind guy right uh, had like a cane with, with his wife. They were an old couple. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how long he been married? And the lady's like, 55 years. You know. And I and I was like, oh man. And I'm like, well, is uh, she is pretty now? as when she was when you first saw her? And then everyone started laughing because he was blind. He started laughing. It was that was you know I tried to make fun of everybody. Yeah. So that was that was good. So that was you know a whole week in Reno. And then it was hard because Saturday night I had to do the, the text chat. So that was up till six o'clock in the morning. Then I had a show Sunday. And then I had an audition Monday for uh, a series regular, like lead on a t- on a, on a uh, an NBC show. So that was crazy. And then I had to do the um, MMA roaster video yesterday, and then go to San Diego last mm. night. And then I came back today. So it was, of course I come back and my toilet floods. So I gotta like <laughs> at like three in the morning, I'm like, basically you know bucketing water off my floor. It was, but it was just. That was That's annoying. happened
2: to us before, too.
1: Oh, so annoying. Terrible. Yeah, and it wasn't it. But the good thing was, I just put like toilet paper down there. I didn't actually take a dump or anything. I just wanted to, because I had a girl that, I, this, my, the girl was saying, I want to make sure I was clean. So you do Even though if you don't take it, you know, just do like the, the fucking, th- 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 the check. You know, you don't shit. You don't make sure there's no, you know, leftover or whatever. So I, I like checked. And, and then so it, when it actually, there was nothing there. But when the toilet blew up, it wasn't like it was full of piss and shit. You know, it was just, it was just basically, Maybe, maybe a were you little,
2: screaming shit, 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 but there was no shit. Yeah, there was no actual. <laughs> that's
1: exactly what happened. So that was so that was crazy, and uh, yeah, so that was my week. Uh, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Well, yeah. Right. Now I
2: saw that you were at, at, at Invicta yeah, Friday it was night. Invicta. How was that? It was fun. It was a good time. It was a good line of fights, and um, I did my homework. And I met Shannon. she's a nice lady, nice and um Dana was there. I mean
1: you did your homework
2: might like you go to an event and you do your walk around and you like you meet the promoter and then you you know you watch the fights and you just see what kind of like an event it is right and then you keep an eye on the people you need to keep an eye on,
1: so you were like networking
2: yeah. networking, but like more like networking not like meeting people just. Networking for myself.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Doing the homework for fighters to come? To, I gotta do the homework. I don't know who's the promoter. Yeah,
2: because it's work.
1: Really? It's work. Like, but you're the good, aren't you when good you're enough
2: for When you're a teenager, you're in high school, and you your work is homework, right? Yeah. When you grow up, like, this is my job. MMA yes. is my job. And going to these promotions and watching these fights, that's my work.
3: Mm. Okay. So
2: my homework is to study how the events go right. and you know how smooth they go and see how...
1: Is, this, yeah. is it something that you'd want to fight for? Absolutely. Nice. Now, yeah. the, some of the fights themselves were great. We have uh, Deanna Bennett coming on next week on the podcast. I'm excited to have her. And also, Gary Goodrich is coming on the podcast. We so have the legend Gary Goodrich. Mm-hmm. Uh, he contacted me and was like, hey, man, I want to get my fan base out there. I got something to talk about. So we have, to, you, know, you know, Gary Goodrich is mm-hmm. a, a legend. Uh, I was like, big daddy, anything for you, man. <laughs> uh so, But there were some crazy fights on that card. Uh, like you said, Alexis Grasso looked great. That girl Amazing. looked really quick. And then uh, Cyborg, whoa. I mean, she looked nasty. She, she landed some punches, and that girl uh, that, that she beat, uh, caught, which, uh, what was her name? Charmaine Tweet. Charmaine Tweet looked like she got hit and was like, I do not want to be in this fight anymore. She
2: started crying. In the fight? In the fight. You see it. She started crying.
1: Wow. You could tell from the crowd she was crying?
2: Everybody looks around at each other and goes, "There's no crying in MMA."
1: Really? Yes. Wow, I didn't know that was so. All right, so she's crying. She gets hit, and uh, she looked like she she wanted out of there. Not that I would, bu- I blame her. I probably went out of there too. Uh, but so she goes down. And it looked like Cyborg was unbeatable at that. At that moment, people were just like, "Fuck, she's back." Now, what were your thoughts on that? On the fight? Yeah,
2: it was like a sacrificial lamb. Right. I feel like there are definitely other, other tougher tougher chicks at 145 that would give her a, uh, a challenge. And Charmaine Tweet just, she probably has a really good manager and she's got a, a really, you know, a really stubborn manager and they probably wanted that fight. And Cyber probably just wants to fight whoever just to stay active. Right. And I think that she did what she was supposed to do. She was supposed to look unbeatable. She was lo- supposed to look unstoppable. And it would... You know, it was supposed to be on the same weekend as Ronda's fight, right? And it's supposed to make that matchup of Ronda and Cyborg more wanted. Like, well,
1: well, it was mission accomplished. Uh, I know that what happened yesterday, right? So, so, as you know, I do MMA roasted the the Twitter. I mean, if you don't know, whatever. So yesterday, Cyborg tweets out Ronda Rousey. if you need uh, Lorenzo, give her my number if you want. If like you need my number, right? And normally when people have beef, I always retweet it because it's you know it's, it's kind of even when I do the group text chat, I have to base it on beef in real life. So it actually is a reminder to me that these guys are actually fighting, uh, you know, beefing with each other. This is what I'm doing to group text chat. So then I'm but I'm like uh, but of course I'm on team Rousey because mm-hmm. I, I uh, you and Rhonda and Rhonda's mom and I'm like ah, do I want to retweet this? You know, but I'm like ah whatever. I don't want I don't want to piss Rhonda. You know, had a great fight. Don't want to hurt. So I was I thought about it for a second I'm like I'll just retweet it and within three seconds and then I was like maybe I'll retweet it Rhonda's mom goes I have a number for you 135 (laughs) and then all of a sudden like it got like 300 retweets everyone's like oh shit people were like posting really funny like memes and gifs
2: of like she is probably other than my mom she's probably like the second coolest mom she's I mean that was hilarious I have a number for you 135 and then someone made an actual
1: uh, 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 like a thing of uh, this guy Joe Jagway who I love him the guy makes me laugh I don't know who this guy is I mean from Twitter he actually made a thing of like Cyborg trying that number one three five. He made a cartoon of it, <laughs> and then her like angry, like, "Oh, Rhonda's mom tricked me!" <laughs> it was like the, <laughs> the stupidest things I've ever seen, but it made me laugh hard. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was and then Ariel Hawani retweeted it, became this whole thing on Twitter. But you know, and it's funny because Rhonda's mom's like a, a statistician, right? Or so, so she works with like numbers, so it's a perfect joke for her because she's like, "I have a number." She video. loves it <laughs> one three five. But we were talking before the show. I mean, a lot of people. I think people either love Ronda Rousey or they hate her, which is probably what you want to be in sports, loved or hated. And a lot of people seem to want Ronda to lose. They don't like Ronda. They don't like, you know, Ronda's abrasive or they don't like her on The Ultimate Fighter. They don't like her. They don't know Ronda, but they they don't like what they think they know of Ronda. So I think people really think that Sonda will wreck Ronda. Uh, I mean, that Sonda, that cyborg will wreck Ronda. Sonda, Sonda, Sondra D from Greece. But so people really think that cyborg will wreck Ronda. Personally. I think at 135, Ronda wins all day, and I don't think Ronda should have to come up because she's the champion. And I, I we were talking before, mm. weight classes matter; otherwise, they wouldn't have weight classes, right. especially at lower weights. Doesn't matter as much when you're 250 versus 275 because you're that big. But what? But when I wrestled in high school, 135 was a, it was different than 140, and 145, and 152, and 160, right. 171. That those are the weight classes, and otherwise, don't have them. Now, cyborg tweets out her weighing in at 175. Now, you gotta, you got to think of the logic here. If you really want that Ronda Rousey fight, and you think that you can make 135, are you telling people 135, why are you putting on Twitter a picture of you or Instagram of you want to scale at 175, which is 40 pounds heavier? Because she really we,
2: doesn't want that fight.
1: She doesn't want that fight at 135. She wants to fight her at 145. Now... At 145, do I think Ronda wins? Yes. You think she does?
2: Absolutely, I do. Look. I know she does because I'll tell you exactly why. She is the fastest 135er. That speed doesn't go away. If you have somebody that in shape, if you train them through a fight camp and they don't have to worry about the weight cut, they can just have a healthy diet and they can just get better and they don't have to worry about the weight or anything. That's a big factor. That's a huge factor in fighting. The weight cut is a factor. Now, if you're taking that out, I'll give you an example. There was a while that Rhonda was fighting at 63 kilograms, okay?
1: Which is how many pounds?
2: I think it's... Okay. Sorry, I, I forgot. It's been a long okay, time. Okay, so
1: she's fighting 63 kilograms, right.
2: 63 kilograms, and then she just couldn't cut the weight anymore, so she bumped up to 70 kilograms. Okay, 7 kilograms is like 15 pounds. Right. And she did it overnight... She just decided she didn't want to cut anymore, and she went to an international tournament and fucked shit up. But that's
1: bigger girls,
2: bigger girls who, mind you, are now fighting twenty pounds heavier, and she was the smallest one.
1: Okay, but like, but the only thing is, that I'm gonna say there is that's judo. and and yeah,
2: but you were giving me a wrestling example, okay, right? And that, how does that not apply?
1: It, well, it applies because of punching power in MMA. I'm saying weight classes do. But Obviously do you know matter. how
2: strong she could get without having to do that weight? So cut? you're
1: saying that she can fight at 145 and beat and beat Cyborg?
2: Yeah, I think she can. Okay, I think she can, and I think she will beat her at any weight. You think she? You think she will go up to 145? No, because she doesn't have to. Because she's the champ. No, the champ doesn't go anywhere. Where have you seen that? in comp- like, I, no, you're no. Right, right. Okay. If you really want it bad enough, if you really want it bad enough, you will change things about your lifestyle. You will decide what the fuck you put in your body and you'll make those changes and you get to 135. She needs to either put up or shut up. Cyborg, the ball is in her court. Do you I, know see, what I mean? But
1: the thing is, I don't know. Uh, I obviously would want Ronda to win. I think at 135, she wins all day. I think Cyborg's going to be depleted at 135. At 145, my only fear is that Cyborg is walking in a, walking around at 180, right? Ronda's right. walking around at probably 155, 160 maybe. So, so, so naturally, the girl's twenty pounds bigger than her. So if they if they fight at one forty five, Ronda has to cut five pounds, and Cyborg has to cut twenty five pounds or thirty pounds. So when they call, walk into the octagon, uh, that at that time, the girl's going to have twenty. So I don't really know. I don't really understand.
2: I don't understand what you're trying to prove here, though. So I'm like, saying that, what you, that
1: that hitting somebody with the twenty five pound weight advantage, especially a beast like Cyborg, who people like. Verdum or uh, – I think it was Verdum said that she's knocking out dudes in Brazil. People that have sparred with her are saying she's knocking out guys uh, in, in sparring. If she connects on Ronda and, and, and her style is is basically – is to stand, stand and, and like trade shots, it, it might not be very good for Ronda. Yeah,
2: yeah, but that's the beauty of mixed martial arts that Cyborg falls into her punches, just how Ronda – Falls into throws. When people fall into their punches, she catches them. That's exactly what she did to Kat. Cat fucking flew in there with a flying knee. And she used her all of her body to reverse everything that she was trying to do to her. That is the beauty of MMA. And she is going to lose there. She is not going to get out of the pocket. I mean, look, and yeah, Ronda's I mean, striking has evolved so, so fast, so fast for so many different styles that... There is just no catch-up time. And Cyborg's a known
1: cheater. She obviously needs steroids to think. So she's mentally weaker than Ronda will ever be as far as that goes. Let's talk about that fight, by the way. Uh, uh, You know, do I think Ronda wins at 135? Yes. At 145? I, yes, I think she wins. I don't think she has as good a good shot as winning at one thirty-five because I just think the weight advantage at that point might be a factor. And you know, and if you're fighting a your girl twenty-five pounds you're heavier, you're just
2: assuming that like this girl is going to come in and she's just going to punch her, and then Ronda's going to explode, and that's not going to happen because Ronda is going to be just as fast and just as healthy, and she's going to be punching probably five times more, probably five times stronger than she does at one thirty-five.
1: I
0: don't and know. it's
2: just too uh, many factors so. and- I,
1: I would hope so. Uh now speaking of let's talk about Katz and Gano, might have been the worst strategy I've ever seen in sports. Uh I don't understand that I mean I, I understand the logic of okay, Aldo versus Cub Swanson, you know, flow, you know, throw a seven second flying knee, try to surprise her. You know, maybe she thinks she's a bad starter. It wasn't even a really a flying knee to the midsection versus a flying it was knee. Just like an aimless. It knee. was. It wasn't even like that high of a knee, or at the point where if it was a higher knee, maybe Ronda, uh, like she wouldn't have then try to go for a head and arm throw right afterwards, and she could have just started over a clean break. If I was coaching someone to fight Ronda Rousey, I would say do not engage with her. Stand stand as far away as you possibly can, and jab and jab and jab, and then hopefully you could maybe land the right okay that would <laughs> that would be my, my my that would be my strategy i would say do not lock up with her do not do not and and now now that, that would be my strategy to, to run right. now not only did she not lock up with her she ran into her she she it was like the worst possible strategy i've ever seen him i don't understand i think maybe she was trying to surprise her hindsight is 2020 what if she, what, then he would have landed and she's a new champion then we're not having this conversation but that's quite a fucking Hail Mary. I mean, that's like, you know, someone says you shouldn't throw a Hail Mary to open the – I think – I forgot who it was said on, on, on like, Twitter. And it, it was true. I mean, I think it was Darren Krushank or somebody said, why are you, you – it was a crazy strategy.
2: Yeah, I think uh, Kat is one of those fighters who really gets the nerves to her, the, It really gets to her. And um – I think she needs to have that first engagement. She's like one of those fighters that needs to have that first that first trade off of strikes or that first trade off of grappling immediately, just to get the to shake the cobwebs off. But like <laughs> she literally flung herself into the. But web. yeah,
1: but that was somebody. But somebody, her coach, must have said that's a good idea. Open the fight with a flying knee. That wasn't just like maybe I mean, she
2: didn't say anything. You maybe think was- Kat
1: herself was like, "I'm going to improv." Like bell rings. Fly knee, and then go, you really think that, think that happened? I do. There's no way.
2: No, I do. I do because I, I, I know, uh, I know a lot of fighters, and I know a lot of fighters that have had that same strategy, and it's fucking. Blown up in their face, and it's because it's the nerves. Yeah, it's the nerves. I
1: mean, Don Kim hit it. I, I think on somebody who's Don Kim, he knocked out somebody the flying knee. Right, it was like the start. Or did someone knock out Don Kim with a flying knee, like real right quick? Off the bat? Yeah. When I
4: think of throwing crazy moves right off the bat and them actually landing, I go Aldo Swanson.
1: Yeah, yeah, Aldo Swanson, or what's his name? Did did that cartwheel? uh Rob Evers, Rob uh, uh, Brian Br- Eversole yeah. knocked somebody out with a cartwheel within
4: like eight seconds. Or yeah, that. but that's in like a random dream promotion. Yeah, like <laughs> random guy. can yeah, like against. I remember off. Again, now, now Ronda people. Now, now
1: Dana White is comparing Ronda to Mike Tyson. I, I don't think that's necessarily a great comparison. Uh, I understand. No, her- but she
2: said he said he said that she is the female version of Mike Tyson who has their shit together. Yeah. and who isn't partying? Ronda does not party. No, I understand. She, she, does that. she not plays party. World of Warcraft all she night. She plays World of Warcraft, and she sits there on the couch, and she laughs at all the tweets, and she doesn't give a fuck. And she has
1: her and she has her mom. Exactly, uh, uh, she has a good support Mike system. Cuss. Yeah, but the thing the thing is that like, although in this fight to compare Mike Tyson, Tyson was was going after people and just brutally murdering them with his hands whereas ronda's tapping people the, the the difference is is that with this strategy it would be like if someone said hey tyson punch me as hard as you possibly can <laughs> and, the, and let's see if i can." i mean this strategy i, I was b- bewildered I was like, "Why would she do that?" But you never like, well, like I said, if it would have landed and somehow Ronda gets knocked out with a knee to the stomach or something, you if. know. If, but I, I personally it's like almost that, that would not be my. If I was coaching someone now, who does Ronda fight next? I mean, Did she fight Betch Correa. Did she fight Jessica
2: I? I think Jessica I and Bets should fight for that title
1: championship. They, they fight, but then but the problem with that is then one there's one last fight for Ronda. I mean, Ronda is basically the hoist Gracie now, where no one can figure this girl out, and you know. To her mom's credit, when, she, you know, when, when you wake up your daughter, when you're a world champion judoka and you wake up your daughter at two years old with arm bars, it's hard to get anybody to have that kind of training. She's basically like Van Damme in B- no Bloodsport where people fucking, where they blind you. I mean, she's fighting girls that starters fighting at 18, 19, 20, and she's that good. And, and, she, and I, I give her credit because she's still a grounded person, nice person, you know, super cool. Good for her. Good for her. Other fights on that card. Jake Ellenberger, yes, Woo! he's coming in next week. By the way, I talked to him. He's taking his nieces to Disney World today. That's, that's why. Awesome. That's why he can't make it. But and um, he
2: had like the biggest payday.
1: Biggest payday. Well, Good for pay per view numbers did not come in yet. Oh, uh, okay. So that that so an, for
2: right now, he has – there's yeah. an
1: asterisk there. Uh, Jake's fight. People were complaining about it before the uh, the submission, saying it was boring. You know it was i I was on stage, so I was just following the, the uh, tweets, yeah, when I watched it live, i don't think I think people were complaining a lot more than they should have,
2: yeah
1: uh, it was not the most boring fight. I think Kosha didn't want to engage in that fight. No. that didn't help. Jake's boxing looked good. I do agree he can pull the trigger more. I think he is still thinking a little too much, um but that submission was sweet, and that you could see that he was he actually. And then throughout the whole second round, was looking for that. Because Kostak kept burying his head. And you could see Jake went for that a couple times, but very slowly. He didn't give it away that yeah. he was going for it. But Jesus Christ. Uh, there was some very funny memes his, about that. Yeah,
2: his his uh, his jab was landing and just picking Josh Kostak apart. Like, you could see Josh's frustration, like, through that whole first round. He just, every time he tried to come in wide... He would just land, like, two, three, two, three jabs, and he just, like, fuck, okay, I got to, like... I think Josh is, like, done.
1: Yeah, okay, I, I mean, before done. the fight, he was saying, like, he just wants to write out his contract, a couple more fights left. It definitely did not look like the Josh Koscheck of old. Yeah. He didn't have that attitude. He didn't have that, that fire in his eye. And that happens, man. I mean, like, I, I was checking. It said it was, just, like, his 24th fight in the octagon or something. I mean... He's just a guy who's been doing it a very long time. Yeah. Uh, he's been hit a lot. He's been knocked out a lot, and honestly, uh, you know, maybe times. I know. I know. I know. He had a lot of money at one point. He had. A, he had a plane, uh, and he, you know, he 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 runs a gym. Look, man, if you're, it's such a dangerous sport. If you're not, if you're it, it's just not. It's like stand-up comedy, yeah. <laughs> except you don't, you don't get punched. But it's one of those things. People go, "Hey, I want to be a comic because I want to become famous, or I want to become a comic because I want a TV show." I'm like, you're not going to become a comic for that. You have to want to make people laugh and love doing it. And uh, I've seen enough comedians where I've worked on cruise ships where they're doing you know old school jokes or hacky jokes or jokes that got off the internet, and they're, the, the the fire's out. The, 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 the it's just, it's done. And, and there's no at that point you're just getting a paycheck. Which, as a comic, I could see why you're doing it, but as a fighter, not a ton, it's not a place to just get a paycheck. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, unless you some of these guys. I mean, Jeremy Horn's still fighting, and uh, Travis Lutus probably still fighting, and these other guys. But I just think it's too dangerous of a sport, and you want to have your fucking brains. And you know, Kashuk's a young guy. He's thirty something years old. He can run a gym. He's got a and he could do a lot of things. He doesn't need to be getting, you know, foaming at the mouth, looking like you know. Are you yep. Fucking Brazzers or beads or UG's, <laughs> Red 2, whatever. So, um, <laughs> now, uh, other fights on that card. Uh, Holly Holm, let's talk about her for a sec. She should have lost that fight. Really? Then she
0: she lost I think, the fight?
2: Yeah, because uh, Raquel fucking knocked her down in the third. She fucking walked right into her right hand. And I think Raquel had a slow start, but... I think she did enough, and she fucking boxed with a world champion in the pocket and landed some really good hands and moved forward and for somebody who is a world champion boxer i didn't she was more on her heels and she was on her toes, and uh, she did more dancing around than anything and I wasn't really impressed with her clinch work i wasn't impressed um with how many shots that Raquel got in there. She might have scrambled out, but Raquel still got in there. And I know she's viewing it as, you know, I have a lot more work to do. When they started talking about the fight with Ronda at the press conference, she immediately started shaking her head because she knows she's not ready. And, like, yes, she's just a baby in the UFC, but she is a veteran fighter, and I think that I think Raquel should have gotten that fight.
1: I don't think Raquel won that fight. I think she maybe won that third round, like you said. She lost the first two rounds. I think that Holly Holm came in with a lot of hype. And like she said, she said to herself, I can't live up to the expectations, which is not something you want to hear from a fighter. You don't want to hear a fighter go, I can't live up to my own expectations. I had never seen her box before. I had just been, you start reading 18-time world champion. I don't think she was
2: uh, used to like the boxing in the pocket. Like with all of her fights, she's, she's really got a long distance. And she plays that jab game really well. And she'll only come in and hit maybe a three-punch combo, and then pop right back out. And Raquel kept coming forward, and she didn't want to come out of the pocket. And the, only a few times did I see her striking really come out. Oh, I mean, and look- I don't think she was used to hitting with the small gloves. I am I could be completely 100% wrong. That is what I saw. I've seen a lot of fights. I've seen a lot of uh, boxing fights. I've seen a lot of female boxing fights, and that's just what it looked like. It looked like...
1: It did, it, there was a lot of red flags here. I mean, first of all, most of her fights took place in Albuquerque, where she's from. Uh, how I mean, she didn't have a lot of punching power even in boxing, which, you know, I'll, it just seemed like a lot of people were making a huge deal about this girl. This is on one fight. It could have just been a bad night for her. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, she could have just had a bad night. That's it, it, it happens. And she still won. And she still beat a girl that was like, you know— Uh, You know, Raquel Pennington is no
2: joke. I really wish Raquel would just embrace the fact that she has a chin and she, she just got, she had, Holly landed some big hands on her and it didn't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but this whole Holly Holm, Ronda Rousey thing, but you know, they, look, they brought Holly Holm up very slowly. I mean, we've been hearing Holly Holm for the last three years. Holly Holm, Holly Holm, this is the girl. And maybe there was a reason they brought her up slowly, but you know, her first five fights, she looked like a fucking world beater. She was knocking girls out left around with kicks. And they're saying she's better kickboxing than fighter. So I'm not going to write off Holly Holm yet. I got to see her next fight. Um, Juliana Pena's got a fight coming up. If Juliana wins, put her in against Holly Holm. Fuck
2: yeah, that would be you know? a great fight.
1: So there's a lot of, that's the thing. I mean, Ronda's next fight, what I would say probably who Oh I my wanna, God,
2: I would really like to see that fight. Holly Holm versus Juliana Pena.
1: I mean, but Betch Correa, I thought lost to Julie Kezzi. Like two fights ago, I mean, she's looking great against against your roommates, uh, the, the, the the more the, the horsewoman. But I thought Kedzie beat her,
2: she looks you like know.
1: That in person. So uh, she's got a great <laughs> dance. though. there's a fucking gif of her dancing afterwards. That girl can move her hips. I gotta Ooh. say, Bets Coray. Uh, dancing after her fights, no, that girl can move pretty well. I gotta say, <laughs> she has this cute little dance with her ass. And, and you know, I'm not like, her, her face may look a little Vanderlyn Silva ish, but, but as far as the re- she's gotta, anyway, I'm just saying, she, she's definitely, you know, Lights dim I, I, I probably would Anyway But uh, what are we talking about um, Alan Jupon Looked <laughs> yeah. fucking great
2: You are lonely uh, No You're like Ah with the lights dim I probably would <laughs> No I don't know I, don't,
1: I, I definitely wouldn't I definitely would not <laughs> No I, you
2: I, just said She did this cute little dance Have you after seen the dance place. I have not seen the dance the, I'm good
1: Evan you seen the dance he does? Yeah, yeah I've seen the dance Would you Evan No <laughs> you, you wouldn't hook up with her no. Even with that dance,
2: she looks like the a little boy. She looks whereas, like a little
1: boy with titties. All right, I wouldn't. I, I take it back. I honestly no, would you not. You would? No, I yeah, wouldn't. You would? No, I wouldn't. We have it on things. I, whereas, <laughs> no, I would not. I, I. No, I wouldn't. Sexy. I, the, the, the sexy <laughs> dance. If she does that it, sexy look, dance, if I wake up with morning wood and she's doing that dance next to me, look, I'm just saying. If yeah, uh, but, but
2: aren't you always waking up with morning wood? Like it depends. So,
4: depends. I don't know. Any time <laughs> i girl tries to do a sexy dance, and my gut reaction is to just instantly start dying of laughter, that's, that's not the that's I like the her sexy dance. Found.
1: I think it's a hot dance. Have you seen the dance? I have not she seen the She has any. a really hot dance. I don't give a fuck. It's a fucking hot dance, okay? It's a, it's a out of dances go. <laughs>
2: you are frustrated. Uh, no, I'm not.
1: I'm not I, I, I got a DJ recently. All right, so what are we, what are we I, I've been doing pretty good. I got a girl I'm dating now. She, I'm she, so she, happy oh for you. Oh, my She, she, she uh, moved in.
5: All she right. did
1: What? Well, I mean, just for temporarily. She, what does that mean? No, no, because she, she's, she's my... This thing is a temporary move She's never leaving. <laughs> she didn't move in all her stuff. Because when I'm away, I need someone to watch my dogs and my cats. so, she, oh, so, she's, so she's
2: the dog sitter. No, she's not
1: my dog sitter. She's, she's my girlfriend. We're, we're, we're together. She's not house-sitting. Wait, so you have a girlfriend? I do have a girlfriend, yes.
4: And she's I, house-sitting? yes. Okay. Uh, all right, it's no, normal. The, the that, sexy that, dance—that's a totally different situation. Sexy than dance, that moving it. <laughs> yeah. Are you
2: going to show your girlfriend the sexy dance that Betch does, so maybe she could do it too? She,
1: she would destroy Betch in the sexy dance competition. Oh Honestly. shit! She's got, but all right, that, that dance is pretty good though. <laughs> okay, let's here. Hold on, I'm going to have to bring up the fucking sexy dance now, <laughs> just to show Marina this fucking. You're telling me? Hold on. Do you, you think if you can do? Breath Correa dance. I'll, I'll, do you think your dance could do better dance than this? Honestly, for real? I'll shut Marina?
2: I already know I can. I don't know.
1: Okay, this one right here. Sexy dance. Hold on, here we go. Let's see. You think you could do this sexy dance? Hold on, I'll show you. Where is it? So, so it's loading. It's, it's loading. loading. So it's loading. Big John McCarthy. Oh, Alan Juban. Let's talk about him.
2: Alan Juban. That
1: dude, I'm telling you, man. I there are to... so
2: many boners for him out in the fucking, in the crowd. Oh, Two of them in this room. He is <laughs> so fucking good looking.
1: He's a good looking guy. He's a nice guy. And he's
2: a family man. A
1: family man. He's a cool guy. His wife is hot. Hot Asian woman. Uh, and, yeah. and he's cool as shit. And I'm telling you, here's a guy. Why
2: don't we have him on the show?
1: He's been on three times. but thanks. Tr- yes, in studio. Three times.
2: God damn it.
1: Co-hosted three times, um, and and we're we're gonna bring him back in. We I like we love having him on. He's, he's a, a
2: tough enough alumni.
1: Yeah, he's tough enough. He's a nice and he's a nice guy. I mean, and you look at a guy who three fights ago lost to Biggie Mike Rhodes, who's not even in the UFC anymore. Nothing is Biggie Mike Rhodes. Love that guy, mm-hmm. and and hopefully Biggie Mike Rhodes will come back. Honestly, huge fan of Biggie Mike Rhodes. One a really big fan. But I'm saying that like. Alan has really risen to stardom. And he's a guy that when the lights are on, he shines. Uh, And I I remember going to wrestling practice with this guy back in the day, and he had zero wrestling experience. I'm talking about- Seven years ago. Seven years ago. But just still, I mean, look. I know,
2: you're a bewilderment. how
1: How many guys, when they're 20 years old,
4: 24. I mean, he's, he's he's in his early 30s, so if it yeah, was seven years how, many guys, how many guys at
1: how many guys at 24 to pick can pick up wrestling and make the UFC in 7 years? How many guys how many guys can can pick up dribbling? Okay, I've never dribbled a basketball and in 7 years make the NBA at 24. I would say zero. Zero. Uh, 24 year old I never played a baseball I I, I never hit a baseball before Yeah he had Muay Thai And he had other experience Okay But I'm saying A big element of MMA Is wrestling It's like saying Okay I can catch But I've never swung a bat before Uh, And then you make The major leagues I'm not talking about pitchers But still it's, It's still amazing That he can do that A guy with zero wrestling Zero so
2: I, I give Alan... I don't have any wrestling.
1: All due respect. But judo is, is different. Judo and wrestling are, are similar. But Especially, he's a pretty
2: good grappler too, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He had zero grappling when I met him. Oh, wow. He literally walked into Legends and he was a kickboxer. He was a, and he had great stand-up. And me and, and him wrestled outside outside Legends in this little octagon that was in the middle of the street, basically, on like the sidewalk. And I, was, and I was throwing a guy and I was like, he was a strong guy, but he had zero wrestling. And now to see a guy, uh, basically, I think three and zero in the UFC is amazing. And all the fucking props to Alan Jouban. I am I am a fan. of the sexy dance. Uh, <laughs> 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 You're so funny. This is I don't know. I give the guy a lot of Tony Ferguson. Another guy who. Uh,
2: oh my god, he looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. His confidence in that press conference too was like, he's uh. like, give me the top ten. I'm, I know every single one of them.
1: He, you know what, Tony Ferguson, I believe it. I me mean, th- too,
2: I'm a believer. And uh, there's a guy, another guy, Ultimate Fighter, you know,
1: won the Ultimate Fighter. People hated him back on the show, I f- forgot why. Did he knock somebody out or something or something? Ha- Tony Ferguson, he went crazy on the show. They called him Turd Ferguson, that was his nickname. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Tony Ferguson is, look here, here's the, the, the this, 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 this sexy dances that she does. Come on, tell me those hips aren't good. <laughs> Marina is like your face is fucking. You, that's the turn The way she's that's a, the way she moves her hips. Come on. She's,
2: that's, <laughs> it. <laughs> that's it. That's the one you're talking about. I like these dances. The two step.
4: She dances like a female boar. Dude,
2: she looks like a little boy. I think that's a. Good she one. looks like a little boy. You're fucking a little boy. I'm not fucking little boys,
1: okay? <laughs> that, let's, let's get that fucking completely. There's, kidding, there's no I'm fucking kidding, of kidding. little boys uh, with me. You're attracted okay? to a little I'm boy. I'm not attracted to little boys at all. <laughs> Give me a break. If that's a little boy, call me Sandusky. All right? Because they're <laughs> fucking. But so anyway, uh, what else we got we to talk about? There's uh, uh, the British Invasion, the Bellator.
2: You watch any of that? I couldn't because I was at Invicta.
1: Okay, well, you know, they have a thing called the internet uh, where you could watch highlights. Sokaju got beat pretty bad. I'm a big Sokaju fan. Um, I heard King
2: Mo did amazing. Are you joking? He didn't.
1: Uh, <laughs> no. He didn't. No. No, he won the fight. He did amazing as far as King Mo went up to heavyweight, right. fought a tough guy in Chicago, and did not and landed punches, but was very quick on his feet and took him down and grinded out a three-round a three uh, three victory, uh-huh. just strictly wrestling. And uh, you, you did it, got the win. Got the win. And people were complaining to him on the internet, saying, you're boring, you suck. Dude, the guy got knocked out by Newton. I think he got knocked out by somebody else. You know, he, he, a guy like Congo, who's a heavyweight with heavy hands, he did exactly what he should do. Yep. And, then, and then, then he tweeted afterwards, like, like you, all you guys that say that are complaining, I got the win. That's all that matters. And then, Like uh, me. Uh, Did I tweet out? No, no, no. He tweeted that. No, no. Like you. He goes, if anybody wants to talk shit, I, uh, I, I challenge you to do an amateur fight. Oh,
2: exactly. Good And he said,
1: I will go to their amateur. He said he will, he will fly himself to watch it. And all these people were like hitting him up. Hey, I got a fight coming up in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to see if King Mo actually shows up to these amateur fights. I'm but,
2: really happy he did that because it's true.
1: Well, then him and Rampage got in a fight afterwards. He, and they then, did? Oh uh, Yeah, Rampage said, because uh, you know him and Congo are boys and he said, look, I know what it's like fighting a guy who doesn't want to fight. King Mo, you're a bum, or something to that extent. And then they were going at it on Twitter. Wow. But Rampage... By the way, Rampage is now in a situation where Bellator is suing to, to keep him back in Bellator. And uh, I guess he. It doesn't
2: a, look like they're going to win that one, huh?
1: Looks like they will. He signed a six-fight contract with them and did three fights. Oh. And he's a big name, a huge name. And speaking of Bellator... Um, Last week, Ken Shamrock is now fighting
3: Kimbo, Kimbo Slice
1: in June, which. Let's get Kimbo on. A lot of people were saying, what are they doing? Scott Coker, I thought you were going to clean it up. But look, they were both trending on Twitter. I guarantee, like, I told my little brother that, that, like, I told people that like, Kimbo is fighting Ken Shamrock, and my friends who don't follow UFC or MMA are like, uh, Uh, They don't follow And they're like Really? Oh fuck I'll I'll, I'll, I'll watch that I mean people are going to tune into that (laughs) But Ken Shamrock is 51 years old Yep And I don't think he's going to beat Kimbo
2: Nope
1: (laughs) I don't either (laughs) I I just I I mean lately He he hasn't been He's 2-7 and in his last 9 fights I miss me some Kimbo Slice Uh, I just think that Ken Shamrock Is just going to sit there And trade punches with Kimbo And it's not going to go well If he uses his grappling And his you know the world's most dangerous man stuff that kind of got him there he he wins but when was the last time he shot a takedown that was like 84 i mean i mean seriously this somebody said it's going to be it's going to be a, a a kane's crutches and uh, and walker's match <laughs> like,
2: god damn like, it's going to be he kimbo's going to do the same thing that he did with uh johnson they're just going to like
1: levar johnson
2: yeah kimbo was-
1: no no you talking Houston Alexander what he didn't fight he told, Kimbo fought didn't fight Levar Johnson.
2: Oh, why did I think that name?
1: Because because are black and you, you're racist. Okay, oh no, my no, God. but but so yes, yeah, so that's not what happened. Uh, anyway,
2: black and racist.
1: So you look pretty, by the way. I want to say you look very pretty. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. A lot of people, a lot of people, you have a lot of fans online. People, I do. People, people, people tell you I'm how pretty. Creepers. You are. Uh, Paul Daly fought. Uh, didn't look as good as he usually does. Uh, you I know, heard that. but he fought a tough guy. He fought a guy with a chin. The guy with a chin and a half, and it, it kind of exposed Paul's lack of wrestling. If Paul Daly, if you stand up there and trade with him, you're going to lose. You're going to lose, with, I mean, unless you're Nick Diaz and you have fucking, you know, nine lives, and that was a, one of my favorite fights ever was Paul Daly and Nick Diaz. That one round was amazing. But most guys who go in there with Paul Daly and trade punches lose. But this guy was smart, and this guy had a chin on him. Uh, and Paul Daly looked like he was like, fuck, I, this, this guy's not going. He, he had that look of... When you hit someone as hard as you can and they don't go anywhere, you, sometimes you'll watch a fight and you look at some guy's eye and you're like, man, this guy's like, fuck, this, guy, this guy's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just gave this guy you, my you, best you shot. You have to
2: like, okay, what the fuck? Like I've hit him like at least eight times and he's not moving.
1: Yeah. But that's why people always say, what's comedy like? And I'm like, comedy is like wrestling in so many ways, probably fighting, where I remember wrestling guys and I go, this guy's stronger than me. He's faster. He's better but I have to beat him and you just have to find that one weakness. Uh, that fucking ankle pick. He can't defend an ankle pick. That low single. He's a, and then I would take guys down and just let him up. Take them down, let him up. Take, and then I would win that way. And that's the same with comedy. I'll be on stage sometimes and I'm like, they're not laughing at my jokes. They're, they're okay. Crowd. Do you war. have
2: to like reavert and be like, "What kind of crowd do we have? Old people, new people? Yeah.
1: What do I have to do? What what what, what kind of? What do I have to do to make them laugh?
2: Black Mexicans, Haitians, fucking yeah, tons Hindu. of Haitians. Uh, White Yeah. No, but
1: yeah. So <laughs> uh, now the Emmanuel Newton McReary fight. That was a that was a good one. That was a good fight. Emmanuel Newton. Uh, I like watching this guy fight, but he g- puts himself in terrible situations. He kept falling into this guy's triangle, and I mean, he kept getting out of it, but Jesus, I mean, I thought he had an advantage on the feet, and he would just keep diving into this guy's guard. It was, uh, it was weird. It's a weird thing to imagine. He's a weird guy. I remember after one of his fights, he said, The universe wants me to win. Or he just say he has some very weird quotes, but I'm a Emmanuel Newton fan, but that guy McReary impressed me. I, I, I understand the British, invasion. the British invasion. They did a good matchmaking of. Fucking showcasing! It was a, 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 a clean sweep. Tandon um, the Barn Cat, got a big win. His second win in a row. He wants to come on the podcast. You know what that is? I think so. He's on the Ultimate Fighter uh, back in the day, and he's a great jiu jitsu guy. Bring him on. He's, Let's he's, do this. he's from Binghamton. Took four years off, five years off. Is now making a comeback. And uh, the guy who filled in for um, what's his name uh, did pretty good. Uh, the guy who uh, the last minute replacement who Tandon beat last time. You know who I'm talking about? The, the, the crazy guy that has the, the three names from, from England, that does the crazy striking. There was a guy that filled in for him. The, well, you know Page? Michael Page, the guy who filled in for Michael Page. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, he, Brennan, something Brennan. I'm thinking of his name. He, he looked really good. Another guy, tough guy. Anyway. um, Ward? What? Brennan Ward. Brennan Ward. Yeah, that kid's a stud. And he lost to Tandon. He got knocked out by Tandon in his last fight. Uh, but he's but he's one of these guys that like they were high on him, you know. You get these guys who are all American wrestlers, and a lot of times they go into they get into MMA and they mm-hmm. lose a couple fights, or so they go five hundred the first, and then then all of a sudden just something just clicks, and they just they figure it out. You know that happens. That happens. That's what
2: happens. It's a sport. Like this is the competition part, and you just have to keep fighting. Everybody's so uh, everybody's so hesitant about jading their records, and you know. All that stuff, like, it's such a young sport. The competition is getting ready for the fight and actually fighting and going in there. Like, how many wrestling tournaments do you have, do you have to go to in order to be experienced ex- oh, experience yeah. enough? Same with stand-up. People, exactly. People always
1: tell me, I want to become a comic. I'm like, well, are you going on stage? No. You're not, you can't become a comic. Yeah. It's like saying, I want to become a black belt, uh, but I never want to get tapped.
2: Are you going to, yeah, are you going to training? No. <laughs>
1: so yeah. Meanwhile, I, 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 I have to get my ACL fixed still. I got to fight. In, like, when are
2: you a- getting surgery?
1: I gotta find a week I'm out working. It's too hard taking a week off on crutches. You know, luckily my new girlfriend will be there,
2: mm. help me. Helping you. Helping me. Uh, rubbing the knee.
1: Rubbing my my, my third knee. <laughs> anyway, so we we have David Machaud, Machaud, Macod, Machaud, David. We'll call him David. And then I'm he's coming on right now. He is the first and only guy. Oh, we have him on. A,
4: Brett or David
1: right now. Uh, one o'clock. We have oh we have Brett. Brett Johns, actually, the Cage Warriors champion from Wales, making his MMA debut in Titan FC against Whale Watson, fighting for the title. He lost his belt, though, his last fight because he missed weight. Yes. Uh, Right now, we have the Cage Warriors champion uh, who's undefeated, making his USA debut on March 3rd at Titan FC, fighting Well L. Watson. Brett Johns, how are you, buddy?
5: I'm ah, very good. Thank you. Very, very good. Um or just get more or less ready for the fight now, so just come with to get her on.
1: Now, I I uh, watched your last fight, man. You um you're a tough, rugged dude. Uh you 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 got you got a uh, a lot of spunk to you. Uh you and and you seem to really be improving your wrestling a lot. I think you've been training with with uh, with Team Alpha Male, right?
5: No, no, no. The, the 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 guy I fought last was um, was a guy who uh, he trains. Oh, he was he was a guy me, there. Uh, oh, okay. James Brum, you know. Uh, all all my training is done back
1: home. Oh, it's all over in a, in a, in Wales. Yes. So now, I know I know, the, I know your, your, your your last fight. You had a tough time with the uh, the uh, weight cut. You had to give up your belt in Cage Warriors because you were two pounds over. Uh, how much did that piss you off? And how are you going to not let that happen again?
5: you know it, um the the week last time it, it wasn't it's not so much a problem I have it was just I did a silly mistake in the in, in the the week of the cut you know um it's not a problem obviously I'm, I'm i'm disappointed in losing that belt it was a nice belt. but you know it was my own fault really you know I've learned from my mistakes and uh, i'm I'm certain sure it won't happen again.
1: No, okay, good. Good because you got you got a ton of promise, man. And the pe- people in, in, in Wales love you. I watched your fight. The, I mean, you're, you're like the pride of Wales.
5: Yeah, people are calling me at the minute. They call me the Conor McGregor of Wales. So that's uh, <laughs> that's quite cool.
1: Yeah. Now, now, your background is in a. Now, you have a, a judo background.
5: Yeah, I started judo when I was four years old.
1: Okay, cool. Because uh, right now we have Marina Safir on as well, who is a uh, a judo champion as well. How's the judo? How's the, the Welsh judo community?
2: Really strong.
1: Really.
5: Yeah, you know, some um, we got some good guys. You know, a few years ago we were we were coached. Uh, the Welsh team was coached by um, a guy who won the world championships and uh, he also won silver in the Olympics. Neil Adams and. Um, you know, he he, he he was a strong coach back a few years ago. And as soon as he left the Welsh team, more or less, I stopped uh, so much training with the Welsh team. I started doing stuff back home, and then I came across MMA then.
1: Gotcha.
2: What do you think of what's going on in France and how uh, the French judo coaches can't teach or coach any judo for MMA fighters or judo for MMA period?
5: Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. I don't agree with it really. You know, it's, um, it's something that's really um, it's, it's catapulted me to where I am now. Um, the, the judo has, you know, and uh, I think for judo players, I think the judo coaches over there they just want them to do judo for judo. I, you know, I, I finished my my judo career more or less when I was when I was about 16 years old, and I, I'm very thankful to have my, the judo skills I had back then. It's cross more for MMA, and like the people, the people, so like like in France, they kind of they're stopping that, you know. So what happens to the fighters when 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 judo isn't enough? When they when they can't get what they want in judo, where are they gonna go then? You know, they yeah. can't train MMA. They have to start from the start then.
2: Yeah, you, do you think um, they're limiting? They're limiting the expansion of judo and just like trying to keep it pure is actually taking making judo take like a step backwards then a, then a step forward
5: yeah you know like it is just it is people like ronda rousey who who are getting people into mma so by the by the 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 the, the french teams and stuff doing what they do they're not helping the sport you know that yeah. like you said they're taking a step back like it's just um something that i think that really we need to look at you know a few years ago they started taking um like leg attacks or judo, like the 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 mm-hmm. tiger rumors and stuff. I think that sport judo, you know, they were changing the rules to suit certain judo players. Like like the Russians were winning everything years and years ago with their pickups and stuff. And then like the federation kind of went, look, no, we don't like that. We're going to change the rules so the Japs can have a better chance again." Yeah. Uh, you know what I was with judo. That that's what I was known for. I was I was known for my wrestling yeah. in in a, in a judo fight. You know.
2: Yeah, they actually changed the rules initiating a leg you can't initiate a leg grab you have to start a judo throw and then end it with a leg grab Mm. so you're taking out you're taking out the cuban style you're taking out a lot of european style and you're you're taking out a lot of just like character like characteristics of judo because the japanese stopped meddling internationally oh wow yeah and uh it was their idea of making it pure again. But like what really is happening is that they didn't like the evolution of the judo. That's so dumb. Yeah. I I hate
1: when they do that. Now, um, I, I hate when they try to like help a sport, but end up hurting the sport because they don't want it to evolve. You know? Yeah. Now, as far as now you being the Conor McGregor of Wales, does that mean you're getting tons of Welsh pussy right now?
5: Hello? No, no, I've got, I've got an absolutely fantastic girlfriend who has supported me from the, um, from the start, really. You know, and um, she's been brilliant. So no, no, that, that, that side of things is, uh, doesn't happen with me. I'm very thankful for the, the, the woman I got now.
1: You're not worried that you're missing out? I mean, come on. I mean, I, I know your girlfriend's probably smoking hot. She's probably great. But isn't there a fear that, like, one day you're not going to be on top of the world fighting-wise and all this, like, Welsh trim just went by the uh, well, wayside?
5: If I if I'm on top of the world with uh, with MMA, I guarantee she'd be right beside me.
1: Oh, nice. I like that. You, you are, are you are you are you, you gonna marry her or what?
5: Maybe uh, years to come, maybe. Yeah, I think so.
1: <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Now speaking of Conor McGregor, um, I know like a lot of times it seems like a lot of people in England are like divided from him uh, because I, I know like Luke Barnott thinks that I know he's uh, he's on our show a lot. He thinks that this guy is kind of kind of rude and kind of, uh, thinks he's the greatest ever and this and that other guys like him. What's your thoughts on Conor McGregor?
5: Um, I find him a very influential man. I find that I watch a lot of his stuff and, uh, yeah, you know, sometimes he can be disrespectful. Like um, he said something at Dennis Ivan. I, I didn't really like what he said. You know, he called he called him a certain word that he's already called Germans, and um, I didn't like that. I'm a big fan of David Denis and, and I'm a bigger fan of Conor McGregor, so that kind of <coughs> kind of just made a bit, maybe a bit annoyed towards him. But that's it. You know, his skill, his skill to fight, and his his mindset about fighting is very similar to mine. That's why I think I'm going to do well in MMA because. I think just like this guy, you know, it, it, there's no blueprint. People say, "I oh, what's the blueprint to win in these fights." What's the bl-? There's no blueprint. You win fights. You win. You learn from winning. People say, "I learned from a loss." That's brilliant. That's absolutely amazing. But I l- learn from my wins as well, and uh, I keep training hard. And I go through a fight, that I'm I my biggest critic. I look at my fights and say, well, like, oh yeah, well, right, I did this wrong. I did that wrong." And I I did my stuff because of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I
5: mean, uh, but um, yeah, you know, like like Colin is a Absolutely
1: fantastic compared to uh, under. You know, I, I'm a big fan of him. Really big fan. Nice. Well, look, man. I mean, you're ten and zero. You were four and zero as an amateur. Uh, you got a whole country behind you. Uh, so, if you beat Walel Watson, um, is the next step the UFC? Uh,
5: well, that's that's the plan, really. You know, maybe to get. You know, I want. I want that UFC vector my name, you know. Uh, I, I've said to other people who have done interviews with me, I don't feel like, you know, you, UFC fighters are earning their spot in the UFC. And I think the fight, the last fight before getting to UFC should be over UFC veteran. There's loads of good UFC veterans out there now. Who I, I feel like if you want to be in the UFC at the back, with you've got to beat them. You know, like why are Watson being one of them? Uh, Steven Silas just dropped to 135, he'll be another one. You know, like the Demacio pages and, and 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 the Antonio Badueloses, them kind of them kind of guys. People need wins over them guys. Right? You know, if I want to be in the UFC, I want to stay in the UFC. I'm retire in the UFC. I don't want to be that that guy who said, "Yeah, I'm a UFC veteran. I, you know, I had three fights and then, and then I was done." You know, no, no, I want to stay in the UFC. I want to make my career and my earnings through the UFC. But that's later on down the line for me. You know, I've got to beat Wild Watson. I'm not going to past him. You know, he is he is the the opponent in front of me. He is the challenge. He's the brick wall that I got to get over for this fight.
1: Have you have you ever been to America before or no?
5: Never ever. Never ever been to America. So I'm looking. At, I'm very 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 excited to get up there.
1: Oh, dude, you're gonna love it. Alabama. You're gonna be in Alabama. The, the, it's too bad you're not single, man. Those Alabama girls know how to treat a guy. <laughs>
5: You yeah, kind of <laughs> I know. Yeah, no, I'm a. I'm a fight. I said I've done loads of uh, different sorts of weigh-ins as well. Like, I'm looking forward to the fight, but um, the the weigh-ins like that on the USS Alabama yeah. it's like a big battleship. I think that's absolutely crazy.
1: Yeah, they're fighting on a battleship.
2: That's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be great. It's going to be on CBS Sports Titan FC. You're making your debut, Now is this for the title?
5: This is for the 135 strap, yeah, yeah. This is for the the um, the, the, the belt. You know I, I've been champions, like I said, with my mindset in fighting. It's um, like my first promotion before fighting for Cage Warriors was a, was a the, the premier organisation for Wales, which was the Pain Pit. I was I was the title in the Pain Pit. I went to Cage Warriors, I fought for Cage Warriors, I fought the best guy in the world. I held the strap there. I was Cage Warriors world champion. I'm off to Titan, i fight fighting for another world title. Every organization I go for, I go for belts. I try and win belts. And I win over Wild Walsh, I put me in the UFC, and it's the same story there. You know, I'm gunning for that, that goal, that UFC goal. You know, a lot of fighters, their dreams... Their dreams are to go to these like UFC, UFC, UFCs. They just want to fight in the UFC. My, my goal is to be in the UFC. My goal is not to be in the UFC. Like, that's not my goal. My goal is to be a UFC champion. My goal is to beat the guys like the TJ Dillashaw, the Barraos, the Dominic Cruz. My goal is to beat them guys.
1: Now, how do you think he would do right now against TJ Dillashaw?
5: Um, you know, the, the guy I, I watched... Um, I watched TJ fight Wild Watson years ago. It was like one of uh, Wild's first lo- first losses in the UFC, and uh, I-, I find him—he's very, very similar to me in that fight, you know. And it's, it hasn't been long since his fight against Wild Watson to him being the UFC champion. Again, if I fight him now, you know, he's a tough guy. You know, he's got a lot of skills and skills that I need to learn and develop on. But that's that's down the road for me. That's not—I don't feel like I'm far away from. From getting my name off there, you know, I don't think I'm far away. at getting the shot of that belt, you know, like, so you're saying, so you're saying, you're saying, you you would knock him out right, out right now, Washington and then the UFC, so you're
1: saying, you would knock out Tia right now in one round, huh? No, 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 no not at the moment, <laughs> no,
5: but uh, no, maybe kidding. soon enough, I will be.
1: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding, man, you know, I mean, who knows, but I'm just, I'm just trying to get you know, I'm just trying yeah, to. I'm just fucking with you, man. Well, listen, dude. Um, you seem like a real nice guy, a real humble guy, a real guy easy to root for. I'm happy you're, you're loyal to your girlfriend. Stay away from Alabama chicks, bro. I'm telling you, they got big asses, and, and, and they 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 will. They're gonna attack you. They're gonna hear your Welsh accent, and just stay away, bro. Bring a pitchfork because they are gonna attack you. Trust me on this one. I, I, I
5: heard. I heard. I hear they like the, uh, the, the Welsh accent over there, so, um, yeah, I'm going to have to try and fight them all off.
1: Fight them all off, man. Fight them off. Good luck with your debut, and uh, we're going to have you back on the show, and uh, we can't wait for you to make the UFC one day.
5: Hey, definitely, guys. Thanks, thanks for the interview, and just uh, thanks for, uh, for uh, having a chat with me. Thank you very much. Wait,
1: no, actually, 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 hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Uh, somebody's here that wants to say hello to you. A uh, fellow cage warrior vet... Uh, oh, how's it going? You. Hello? What's up? You still with us? How are you doing? It? Yeah, hold uh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, we have a fellow cage warrior vet right here, Luke Barnott. We have we have Brett Johns on the— Brett? I got uh, my headphones. One sec, mate. One sec, Brett, Brett mate. Johns is fighting in Titan FC, making his debut against Walell Watson— on CBS Sports, Walel Watson. Okay. Uh, he, I think he trains over in San Diego, actually, and uh, and, and Brett Johns is fighting him. Any advice for the, your 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 fellow countrymen
3: against Walel Watson? Yes. Against some guy that, guy, that trains in San Diego that doesn't train at Alliance. Yes. Um, you'll fuck him up. Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs>
3: I can't hear a thing, Brett. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there's like a time delay. There's for some
1: reason we have like a three second time delay of when we talk. So so uh, now uh have you have you have you met brett johns before
3: Uh, i've seen him fight i don't think we've actually met but i've seen him fight probably three times live um and a load of times watching cage warriors
1: now he's 10 and 0 he lost his cage warrior belt because he missed weight last time uh but he's going he's fighting for the fighting for the titan fc belt on his first fight
3: yeah Mm -hmm. and he, he fights at like 115 125 125 125 yeah right brett one thirty-five. One thirty-five. Okay. Well, he's still small. Yeah.
5: One thirty-five. That's, that's still that's still quite close
3: though. How did you miss, miss weight at one thirty-five? <laughs> I've met you. You're not that big.
5: Um. Yeah. Um. No. It's uh. It, it was a thing. Uh. It was. It's, it's not. It's not a problem of mine to make weight. it uh. It was a mistake I did in my last cut the the week of. But uh, it won't happen again. You know. I'm very confident. like you said. I'm not, I don't class myself as a big one er So um. Yeah, you know, I, I, the mistakes won't happen this time.
1: Now, according to him, he's the Conor McGregor of Wales, and chicks are trying to throw him Welsh pussy all the time, but he has a girlfriend and so he's fighting him off. <laughs>
2: the struggle is real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right? Hello?
5: Yeah, no, that's, that's, uh, that's true. That's I very true. That,
0: that's
2: true.
3: That's true, that's true. Where Whereabouts in Wales are you from? There's a time delay.
5: Um, I'm from um, a place called Swansea um, you probably know one of my teammates very well John Phillips uh, he, he is a crazy bastard uh, he, he
3: is a crazy my bo- bastard well, he
5: was my boxing course for back- 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 back.
3: Uh, have you heard his stories about when he goes to Thailand <laughs> have you been to Thailand with Johnny Phillips
5: uh, yeah
3: I won't be allowed to go to Thailand
5: with John Phillips
3: (laughs) (laughs) no Um, everyone in Wales is crazy I remember when John Phillips he showed me a video on his phone I don't know if you were part of this but a video on his phone where there was an old man I'm talking like 60 plus who was trying to fight one of his friends who's about 25 year old mixed martial artist so John Phillips videoed it and he got his friend to take him down mount him and beat him up were you part of that? (laughs)
5: <laughs> no that wasn't a part of me like I said he's, he's my coach I don't, I don't go out with John this is the reason why I don't go out with John and that's one of the reasons
1: well listen we gotta get David on the show David's calling a got called David McCod right now listen good luck with your debut kick ass have fun in Alabama bring home that title make it to the UFC and, and, then, I, and then I break up with your girlfriend so good luck with everything brother
5: All right, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thanks. See you soon.
2: Take
1: Bye. Care. All right, that was Brett Johns. We're going to call David now. Nice guy. The nice time delay time. was annoying as shit. I I, I thought I, it
2: was great. Really? Yeah, I thought it was great. Come
1: on, it's really? It, it was kind of funny. It was like, I feel like I was on one of those like CNN things where they, they ask somebody. No, it's because like, every
2: time you had a douchebag comment, you had to wait like seven <laughs> seconds. You're like, anybody? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you like that. You thought th- th- that was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Hello. Hello, David. Oh, hello. Hello, is this David? You bet, David. How's it going, man? Pretty good. How you doing? Good. So, all right. So, people at home, we have David Machado on right now. Uh, David uh, is he's eight and one. Won his last UFC fight. Uh, you, uh, I thought actually you won the fight before that in China. Uh, I, I watched that fight again. I no, you- it
0: wasn't in China. It was against the
1: Chinese guy. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, where, oh, where was that? fight? You
2: are wrong again. It
0: was.
1: It was in Vegas. Oh, it was in Vegas. Oh, okay. It looked like China. Yeah. Uh, But um, now, (laughs) now I was looking at. I was now I was reading about you, man. You are quite an inspiring dude. Holy shit! So here's a guy. You're all right. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me.
0: Uh, so right.
1: he, he's from South Dakota, right? Born on an Indian reservation or Native American reservation, right? You can't say Indian or yeah. uh, Native American reservation. Uh, it's no, I mean, that's what they're called, so I
0: don't know.
1: It's he, It's the poorest county in the in the country. The poorest county with yeah. the highest alcohol uh, addiction level. Out, highest in the country. I mean, that's, I mean, we're talking more than Riverside, right? Um, ridiculous, right? So this guy, <laughs> David... Sardis, he was 15 years old in the first MMA fight. You were a valedictorian of your high school. You got a full academic, yeah. an all-American. You were a state champion wrestler, an all-American, and got a full ride to college. Am I right?
0: Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, sounds about right.
1: That's that's amazing, dude. Congratulations on all this. I mean, you're you're quite the inspiration. Holy shit.
0: Well. I
1: think
0: you're kind of talking me up. Kind of uh, no, making me blush.
1: I don't know. Uh, Thanks. No no, no worries, man. And now you're here, by the way. You got, you're got uh, Marina Shafir on the podcast, as well as Luke Barnott. Now, um, uh, by the way, that, you're from Pike Ridge now, which is, I mean, the place is really sad. Now, you, the only thing is you came out your last fight to Taylor Swift. What the fuck was that about? Well, oh, I, yeah. That, that might take away all the good things you've accomplished in your life. Uh, why did you do that?
0: What do you mean, why? Which Gotta song, have a party. Song? Gotta song? have a good time.
1: Yeah, shake it off. He uh. came out to shake it off. Yep. Uh, and you won. Now, <laughs> yep. I'm, uh,
0: I'm not all about that heavy metal death. Yeah, Get their no. heads off and shit down their throat stuff.
1: <laughs> now, what was that like growing up, by the way, on, on a Native reservation? Tell us about that.
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, that's where I lived my whole life, you know, so... I don't know, like, people ask, but it's just normal. I mean, but, like, coming down, you know, I'm in Phoenix right now and Glendale training at the lab. Um I mean, you can see a lot of different stuff. Like, even when I went to college, I went about five hours away. But there's just there's not really anything on the res. I mean, like, you got to go, like... 100 miles is the nearest city. You know, you want to buy clothes or something, you got to go all the way there. Uh, I don't know. There's just not, there's not much, there's not much going on.
1: Now how many, how many, really pe- how many, how many people, around. how many people live on the reservation?
0: Well, on the res, there's about probably like 25,000 altogether. No, probably about 20,000. And then that's out of the whole res in the, town that i'm in there's probably about 3500 so it's a well i don't know i guess you guys would say that's like nothing but for south dakota it's a decent sized little town
1: (laughs) now you being now now you you, now did you go to regular high school or did you go to high school on the reservation
0: yeah well (laughs) we have regular high schools on the red
2: (laughs) (laughs) wait you're so you're from south dakota not north dakota yeah So you know Shayna
0: Beasley? Yeah, I trained with Shayna. Yeah. Yeah, I trained with her in Sioux Falls for a long time.
2: Yeah, okay, cool.
1: But when I say regular high school, I mean, like, was it people that were outside the Reservation, or was it, like, like you were the state champ of South Dakota. Was it, like, the Reservation state camp, or was it actual everyone in South Dakota? No, that
0: was South Dakota. Like, whenever we do our athletic events, we're with all the other teams in the state. Um, But the school that I went to, I mean, there was only... Well, it was on the res, and so there was basically only people who, you know, lived there that were going
1: to it. Now, was was there a lot of hot Native American girls on the reservation? Yeah, Yeah, there's.
0: uh, everyone's got their own taste, I mean.
1: I mean, are you like the—I mean, you you being in the UFC, you you must be like the Don Juan of the reservation, right? I mean, you have like your pick of the—
0: The Don Juan. I don't know. I don't know about all that. I never— I had too much luck with the ladies. Really? Now I got my girlfriend, so I there's no Don Juan's going on around here.
2: You he walked out to Taylor Swift.
0: <laughs> yeah, you
1: walked out to Taylor Swift. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Now, um, I mean, but I'm saying how well, that's that helps with my Don Juanness. What are you talking about? That's what's sure ladies love. <laughs> now, now, where did you learn how to train? How to scream? Train? Like, where like, where did you train MMA on like on the there's an actual. Oh.
0: Okay, I was I was confused. Um, well, my dad was the wrestling coach, and then you know, like like you were saying, when I was fifteen, one day, he was like, uh, I don't know if you know what the sturgis motorcycle rally is, but they have fights there where you just show up and you can sign up. But I was fifteen, so I couldn't do it. So he signed me up, and well, he, we was actually up there. He's like, hey, you want to do this? And I was like, um, yeah, sure, I guess. So. He signed me up. We got in. All I really knew then was just just wrestling. Went out, took the guy down, beat him up, and after that, I was like, "Hey, we should, we should look into this," you know. So then we kind of we, it was it was hard to train because we don't have any like traditional martial arts. We don't have any Brazilian jiu jitsu or Muay Thai, any thing anywhere near where I'm from. Like no karate, no. It's like what Marina would do, she did judo. We don't we didn't have any of that growing up. We had wrestling and boxing. So as soon as I did that, then I started boxing. So I was just wrestling and boxing until I went to college.
3: Then when I went to
0: college I started training at the same gym as Shana. But even then it was kinda of hard. It was like a hour drive. I just knew that was the best gym to learn at. So yeah. I was in college. I was my first year in college I played football. So I'd go to school, I'd go to football practice and then like two or three days a week I'd drive an hour to go train jujitsu. Wow. with Shane well, where Shane is at, where she was, uh in Sioux Falls, it was about an hour away. I'd drive on there an hour, then come back. Along with um working. So it was kind of tough. And then the next three and a half years after that I was wrestling. So I was doing the same thing. Just trying to work and You know, do school, drive down. But I mean, I've seen videos, uh,
1: there are videos of you taking a tire and throwing it in the air. Like like over your head. I, I've never seen a guy do that. But you're just tossing fucking tires around. Like I mean, it's what they do on the reservation. I, I, I've, I've never. And then like it, it was yeah. I was insane. You got to
0: work with what you got, man. You don't. Yeah. Tires. is going fancy, to fancy, I mean, fancy, he's fancy stuff. Literally
1: taking tires and no, tossing them over his head. I, I've never seen. I've I've never seen anybody do that before. Now you're now you tried out for the ultimate fighter, and I watched that fight. And, man, did I feel bad for you because they do this thing where they, they show everybody, like, on his reservation. They're like, he's our inspiration. Uh, everybody here is, is an alcoholic, and everyone's crying. And, and they're showing, like, this, this, this crazy cemetery where his whole tribe got wiped out. And they're like, he's our last hope, right? <laughs> uh, I'm, so it's just this fucking video. So then he goes out there, and you're, wi- and the fir- you're winning both rounds. Within ten seconds, you get swept from the bottom and arm triangled in a move that I've never even fucking heard before. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, ah, uh, You were really pulling out the reservation. I was I was, well, I had I already knew he had lost before I even watched the video. But I didn't know I didn't know I didn't know how you lost, but I was like I'm like, fuck, yeah. these Native Americans have no fucking luck here. I was like, Damn Damn. What was that like after you lost? Yeah, was it
0: that, was a was that brutal? Know, it was a pretty it was a it was a cuff it was a rough couple months. Like you know. What it was, they the UFC had even like sent out a cam like a camera crew to my res and they had like commercials for a couple guys and I was one of the guys that had a little commercial. It ran on FX. And everyone was all stoked and everyone's watching the commercial, but by the time it comes out, you know, I had already known I lost. Oh. So I'm sitting there fucking Fat as shit. Fat stewing. As shit. We call Everyone that Everyone knows I lost. <laughs> it was brutal. Well, um, plus, I had to get ACL surgery too, so oh. that was bad. So I just ballooned up. I got, I got up to like 230, Jeez. 235, right. and it was, it was rough.
1: Oh uh, no! But th- and that, that, that move. What the hell was that movie hit you with? What was that? He
0: just locked up an arm triangle from bottom and then got the sweep and I don't know.
1: It was one. It was one of those moves. I was like, "Fuck, man!" And then it was. It was so funny because I I, was. gonna say, uh, like, I. I like texted him on on like Twitter. I'm like, "Hey, man! I'm like, I'm a really big fan of yours. You want to be on a podcast?" He goes, "Are you really a fan, or or are you just saying that?" And I go, "Man, I I don't blame you for not trusting the white guy." But I was. I almost. I almost put that. back. I was almost gonna like say that back, but I'm like, that might go really bad. Like, so I was like, if I could tell you. Now your last fight, right? You're, I was at your last fight. Yeah. It was in it was in Arizona. I'm sitting with Joe Ellenberger. I don't know who you are I, I I didn't put it together. You you took an elbow when you were on top. You must have lost thirty pounds of blood. Uh, I mean, it was like the yeah. I
0: know that was crazy. It was a little bitty baby cut too. It was like nothing. I just was gushing.
1: It was like a bloody trail. It was like a, it was like a trail of tears. It, it, it was. It was. Un, it was horrible. I mean, how how rough was that?
0: Well, I don't know, it just was, must have been a bad spot because he didn't really hit me that hard with that elbow, but I remember being on top and it was like projectile blood. It was like in the movies, it was squirting like straight out from my eye and looking at it and I'm like, how the hell is it bleeding this bad? And then watching it afterwards, seeing all the blood, I I literally like covered his whole body, the mat, everything, and then... We get done. I go back and look, and it's like not even an inch. You know, it's not even an inch wide. It's not deep or nothing at all. I don't know. Uh, It was a weird one.
1: But yeah, hey hey man, it it was good though, man. You were not giving up. It was like you, you, you bullied that dude. You, you won that fight. You're in the UFC. The guy that gave you that arm triangle, Ellis, is not even on the. Is is the guy still fighting? It was Lisa Ellis' husband. Was the guy he fought. Lisa Ellis. I'm yeah, the Lisa
0: Ellis' husband.
1: Yeah, that's the guy that no, gave him. That's how
3: he's his, known. He's that, known as Lisa, Lisa Ellis. Ellis's
1: husband. Is now <laughs> no one even knows his name. Yeah, and now you're in the UFC. <laughs> you are you, killing it. Oh, man. I still remember his name. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll
0: never forget him.
1: <laughs> you you know, you're uh, training. Now it's funny though because w- while you while you had, were like covered with blood, your coach Sean Couch says to you, "You look better this way." During the fight, right? Yeah.
0: I That's think I did though, ass. you know, get a little, get a little blood, makes you look a little tougher, makes you look a little more manly. I came off the Taylor it Swift. It totally, so gotta, co- yeah. trying to, try to, what?
2: It totally phases out the Taylor Swift. Everybody sees the blood and they're like, yeah. fuck Taylor Swift. Now you're a guy yeah, though, that, I
1: mean, you're a guy that like, I, I look at a guy like you, right? You got, you got such a great story. I mean, literally you talk about a guy who, who, you know, bad odds, Bad odds. Uh, you're a guy who beat the odds, and then you then you got to the UFC. You failed the first time. You came back. You won again. You're you're a guy who 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 you know your whole history. All your people have been fucked over more than anybody. You're you're, you're a hero, and you have you have 1,800 Twitter followers. Like what the fuck, man? Like this is that's why you've been <laughs> giving me shout-outs, I got up tonight, 1,900. I'm I mean, feeling like a Pimp now, man, you're the you're the only you a guy in the, you're the only Native American from a reservation in the UFC. To me, you're a fucking hero. I, I mean, they have to do a better job branding you. I I, I don't care if they if they give you a tomahawk, uh, okay, and whatever they are like, like you, you come out there and they go you know you know uh, say your age in like moons. But they they have to do a better job of, of of making you fucking a star because you're a star to me, dude. You're a fucking star.
0: Well, after I win these next couple of fights, I think it'll, it'll start blowing up.
1: Now, you're fighting at UFC 186. What do you know about the guy you're fighting? What's going on? Talk to about that
0: fight. Uh, he's actually a judo guy. He's actually a judo black belt. So, I don't know. Marina might not be. What's his name? Going for me, Olivia uh, Olivier Abed Marcian.
2: I have no he's idea who that French is. Canadian. You're going to win that fight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the fight's in Canada. You're fighting a Canadian... Uh right yeah so I mean what's your you just you just gonna grind this guy out bully him around
0: I uh, I feel like you know he obviously he's gonna be good in the clinch I think by take down some distance we'll work on him, you know like doubles and stuff um but doubles I'd like to stuff. keep it on the feet typical wrestler
3: doubles and stuff is yeah. it true
0: that
1: your last fight you tested positive for peyote. No, I'm kidding.
0: Okay, no, go on. <laughs> that is not true. That's not my tribe. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Those are more. Those are the southern tribes. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I was just, I
1: was just making sure. Just making sure. Okay, so you're fighting in Canada. You're, gonna, yeah, you're training over labs. So you got Ben Henderson as, as, as your training partner.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I get a lot of rounds with him. It kind of sucks, but yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> nice.
1: Nice. All right. Cool. Well, where can people find you? Uh, plug yourself, you know, t- where can could, where could people uh, find you? On tw- Twitter, Instagram, t- uh, talk to us.
0: All right, well, find me on Twitter. Like Adam was saying, I only got like 1,900 <laughs> followers. I'm pretty pitiful. At Bulldog UFC, B-U-L-L-D-A-W-G UFC. I'm on Facebook, The just, I don't know, David Bulldog Mashad, And on Insta, I am... I don't know. Bulldog one fifty five. So come follow me. I not too interesting, but you know, hey, hey I'm getting better. I try hard. So <laughs> that's what that's what really counts.
1: Oh well thanks man. Listen, you're you're a hero to us. Uh thank you. Uh and uh keep up the good work, man.
0: All right, thanks a lot. I appreciate you having me on. You guys have a good one. Anytime. bye. Take it easy. See <laughs> ya. Yeah.
3: That was... You were pretty animated. Yeah. <laughs> you were telling the hero story. You went bright red and everything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, so how are you? You got no car accident? Over here? What happened?
3: Oh, shit. Yeah, I... um, I thought this... We were doing this thing at 12 to start with. No, at 1 to start with. But then you told me it was 12. So yeah. it's late anyway. And then I was like three minutes away coming off the 405. And I'm coming around the... I'm in my lane, coming around the corner, coming off. And a lorry, like an arctic fucking lorry, comes around the corner next to me and just... Tries to wipe my car out, Ugh. so I had to like maneuver and literally it just clipped. Luckily, just clipped the uh, clipped the car so it didn't take too much damage. But then the guy that was fine, that was like, it was like, oh yeah, got in a car crash, whatever. Like, it was no one was hurt, it was no problem. Yeah, like I pulled out in front of him, and he took like half an hour to take in pictures. He was like, he wanted to set up a fucking studio. I was like- <laughs> but he got this little disposable like a disposable camera out of his, out of his truck Set up a studio. he's like 50 taking pictures like trying to get the angle right with a disposable and I'm like I've got a fucking I could take on my phone just no problem and then the disposable doesn't work apparently there's no film in it or whatever oh
2: no so then he has
3: to get this little Dana White flip phone out <laughs> and he starts taking pictures on a flip phone like an old school flip phone and he's showing me the pictures and it just looks like like, like shadows you can't see anything and i like, listen I'll send you the pictures can I just get your fucking information I'm late I've got to go blah 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 and he's like oh but and then walks off and rings his friend and uh, just <laughs> he was the most biggest pain in people, the people biggest pain in the
2: people us. are so funny with car accidents out here they make it the biggest deal of their life when really it's just like do they have roads in Moldova or? they do have roads <laughs> in Moldova we're not talking about Moldova uh, I don't even know how that one phased in there I'm just saying like, that was they, like way not even like part of what I was talking about Oh, okay.
1: All right. I was, I was just asking.
2: <laughs> but no, they make them like the biggest deal ever. When really all you got to just do is exchange info and call your insurance company. Totally. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. pretty much it. Now, Luke, um, we got to talk about, so you, since since we last saw you, you had a fight. You, you fought that guy. Uh, what was his name? No one
3: knows. I still don't know. Uh, uh, Roger something.
1: Roger Navarez, yeah. who's fighting Elias Theodoro at 185. Yeah, uh, yeah. um, you, you were winning that fight. I thought you won the first two rounds. And then you got caught in the last round. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, it have already been a 10-8 round. You defended, the, you defended the, the, t- the, uh, the, the chokes really well. I thought it should have been a draw. Yeah. Uh, but I could, see how, I could see how it goes either way. Talk about that. What did you learn to that fight? What do you think about that fight?
3: I disagree. It shouldn't have been a draw. I should have won. You should have because won. Because I should have fought better. And I definitely won the first two rounds. And the third round didn't go down as a 10-8. If I looked at the scorecards. And it was the most fucked up thing ever with the judges. Because round one... Judge 1 and Judge 3 gave it to me and Judge 2 gave it to him. Uh, round 2, Judge 1 gave it to him and Judge 2 and 3 gave it to me. And then ju- round 3, all three judges gave it to him, but they were all 10 nines. So mm. he beat me by a point. Right. That's how hes So if the judges had given me round 1 and 2 like we just said and we feel like it was, I would have won on the decision. Um,
2: fucking hate the judges, So,
3: yeah, well, you know, I've had fucking. the worst luck in the world. But it wasn't like, it wasn't, I've spoken a lot about this fight, obviously, because it's all people want to fucking ask me about. I should have beat the guy and it was a bit of a joke. But I fought the right game plan. Everything was going fine. I just wouldn't, I wasn't getting off enough. I was in co- complete, I watched the fight back and almost cry because I was in complete control of the fight. I was super confident, super relaxed. I just wasn't really. Finishing it all. Were you hurt in the third? I mean, were you... I mean, I, was, I got dropped. I don't even fucking remember it. I just remember trying to survive, and I survived. And that's the sort of fight like I want. I want someone to fight me. I mean, he mm-hmm. didn't finish me. I got out, and then I got up and started swinging at him straight away. That's a fight. That's what you I know expect. What? It's funny, because I talk about this fight. And I was talking to Marina afterwards, and
1: I, it's weird, because I think you got... You're a better fighter than you were, skill-wise, technique-wise. But because you're not as crazy... Guys aren't engaging in these crazy wars with you and and, and that – so they're not leaving themselves open and like you're – it's like you're losing fights that you would have won if you would have fought the old way but you're a better fighter.
3: Yeah, exactly. That's a good way of putting it. Like I'm, I'm refined. I'm too refined, trying to be too refined, trying to be too sharp, trying to have everything lined up perfectly. Everything I'm doing is better. Like you said, technically better. I'm moving better. My distance judgment is better. I'm setting everything up better. If I just run at them like I did in my first fight in UFC and throw 250 strikes or whatever, I win. So it's like fuck. I should just. It's getting that fine line between it, and it's having that line between chaos and between you know tactics. And so what do you do? I mean, I mean, I mean, it's weird. It's, a weird. it's a weird. It's
1: a weird conundrum because it's like you're a better fighter, but it's like kind of what I think what Clay Guida was going through in the beginning, where he was like. Had terrible technique, but he would just like go out to like a fucking caveman, and people didn't know what to do. Yep. And then he was winning. And then when he went to Greg Jackson, he was a
2: caveman that was in shape. And <laughs> the then he, then he came, to be, at you, came at you. And I remember, came I remember
1: at you. Greg Jackson telling me, "I go, how's Clay? when he Clay went first went to that gym? I go, how's Clay doing?" He said, "I can't believe how many fights this guy has won with his skill level." It, and, and he wasn't saying it as an insult. He because he was like he just goes, "This guy." I mean he just has – his skill level is so sloppy but because – well, I,
3: I mean I'll, there's a phrase like Napoleon uh, used to say like you are three times as strong if you bring emotion to the war. So like your emotion is three three times your physical basically. So if you are determined and you believe in yourself and everything you think in your head yeah. – you are three times better than you are if you just turn up in the physical. Clay Guida might, might before he went to I don't know, might before he went to Jacksons might have been useless, but he thought he was and he'd come at you. He didn't care, you know. And if you're just going to come at a guy, doesn't matter what you have on the physical end. You're intimidating him and you're three times the fighter that you are. And the same thing with me. I, you know, my skill set was very limited when I started in UFC. I had five fights. I went through the armor fire. I'm from fucking England where we've never heard of wrestling. It's like the things I was doing, I was just doing on pure aggression and i want to fight i want to win now but you also
2: have to realize it's that that you can't teach fighters that's like the that's what a lot of fighters in every organization don't have they just think that you know they're gonna go out there and they're gonna go jab jab right hand and they think it's gonna win them the fight and that's just not how it works
1: No, I mean, so
3: what do you,
1: so what do you do? I mean, so what, like, what do you, what's your solution? Is it to, is, are you going to keep fighting the way you're going to do? And then just hopefully your skills get that much better where they're just that much slicker than everybody, or are you going to maybe revert back to fucking crazy Luke, uh, who might get dropped 19 times in a fight, but is going to out you because I feel like the second way gives you a longer career because you're not taking as much damage. But the first but then but if you, but if you if you and you get cut you might not, then then what? I mean so Well, I mean
2: you, if you look at it like that then you can't really like you can't you can't just be like you can't just pick a road cuz every fight is different. Yeah, every play. fight is a different road. So you can't just be like all right, well I'm just going to fight like this now. So Luke, you know so so, what,
1: so what, what, sorry.
2: Gonna, I'm
3: sorry. But thanks, Brener. Right. Um <laughs> you know Marina touches on a good point though. The last two fights I've had, and you, look the, st- I'm keep- the style I've got, I'm keeping with it. it. Works the way I do. It's very good. I'm very good at it. I fight much better guys in the gym, and it works very well for me. You know, I'm refining it and getting better at it all the time. And my style won't change. My last two fights, I've fought guys that literally, apart from getting caught in the third, have run away from me. You know, they've ran away from the fight, and that's what I need to improve on. Dictating, I'm dictating the pace. I control the fight, but I need to. Learn when it's right to just commit to something and cut off the than, octagon more. Well, yeah, in the first fight maybe, yeah. yeah. But like, commit to something as in right. Let's go. Let's if you're, if I'm controlling the fight, what happens with me is what I've discovered over the last couple of fights and six eight months of training and thinking about it deeply is, I fight at my opponent's pace, so I'm in complete control. I, I have the octagon. I'm leading the jab. I've got the right distance. But I'll just touch him touch it you know i don't i need to i need to shift gears more you know i have the gears in me and i have the technique but until they force me to shift the gear i don't do it so that's the change that i need to make i need to take i need to shift my gears better rather than it makes sense i mean it's such a weird
1: conundrum because i'm like he's fighting so much better other than getting caught that last one i'm like you would have won that fight hands down
3: um would have been boring as hell Then this is the other this is the other the other conversation to have like you can't just win fights where i just fucking jab and just wait like holly holmes last fight holly home looked great she, whatever her name is Pennington she yeah. didn't do a thing for two rounds and then she came alive but Holly home you could tell she was a little bit nervous and she, she was controlling range perfectly her boxing looked great but she wouldn't risk anything she wouldn't, ri- she wouldn't commit she wouldn't risk she wouldn't risk and I think if Pennington had come at her like she did in the third round from the start Holly home would have knocked her out but Pennington... Holly Holm
1: would have knocked Pennington out.
3: Yeah, if she'd have come at her, at the, you know, f- from the beginning. Because that's what Holly Holm wanted. She, ne- she expected Pennington, I'm not as good of a boxer, I need to try and get a takedown, or I need to try and force something, or I need to push the pace. And she would, everything, ev- all those setups, the movement she was doing, she was waiting for Pennington to commit. But if you fight someone who doesn't commit and doesn't fight you, fights are going to look like that. You know, because how can you beat someone who just runs away or every now and then tries to do something... I don't think – I mean, you would have watched the fight closely, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. I don't think Pennington tried to do a single thing until the last minute.
2: You know, I agree and I disagree because in the pocket, Raquel, when she finally got into the pocket and when she finally broke that distance, she went toe-to-toe with a world championship boxer and dropped a world championship boxer with a right hand.
1: Four-ounce gloves are different, though. I mean – Four right. ounce,
2: cl- but yeah, but is that an excuse or is that an advantage? Like I'm, I'm yeah. trying to figure that part out. Like I, if somebody, if somebody like Holly Holm has so much experience and so much ring time, don't you think she would have taken Raquel out of her comfort zone in the first two rounds? And it wouldn't have looked like that. I mean, like there's so many factors. It is her first UFC fight. You know, it it was a big hype fight, but. Anyways, I'm just – style-wise, like, I think, yes, Raquel should have fought her the same way that she fought her in the third round. And uh, do I think Holly would have knocked her out? No. I think Raquel would have grinded her out because she is more of a an aggressive grappler and she went – she shot how many times on her?
3: Three, two.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. like – she wasn't afraid to break that distance.
1: Yeah. Now, Luke, um, your beautiful fiance is here, by the way, who's Which actually always bring out, who's actually yeah. more,
2: more, oh my god, more
1: ripped than out. you were last time. Have you been training or something, CrossFit or something? What's going on here? <laughs> I mean, right now you're wearing a cutoff shirt. I had no idea that this even was exactly what happened, but but good work. Now. Um, I know that Luke gets very depressed after his fights. Oh my God, here it uh, comes! Now he's sitting there. He's, 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 he's in, here it comes. He's in Texas, right? He, he loses his fight. How are you making him? Are you just like, listen, Luke? You're still my champion, <laughs> and 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 you know, hooking him up, or what, what exactly went what
3: happened? I think actually after the fight, te- <laughs> listen, after the fight in Texas, we sat cage side and watched the rest of the fights, and. You know, I was fine. I wasn't depressed. I was upset that I'd lost, and she didn't have to do anything to make it up to me. I think that was the answer. That was it, right? We just went out for dinner. Oh, there you go. Oh, really? Just, uh, that's it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All
1: right. Okay, good. So you, you, didn't, you didn't just, so you're still the best to me, and, and you know. Is it really <laughs> nice? So she's, they, they, they tried the pile driver. That's what you, if you guys at home, Luke uh, Barnat uh, actually pile drived his girlfriend after he lost his fiance. Uh, so it was a win. It, it was a
2: win. Was it really you, a you, win for them, or was it a win for you? Adam, <laughs> yeah, what a, I'm trying to figure out It was out a here. win for
1: everybody. He lost the fight, but he won the battle uh, uh, or won the war. Right? He lost the battle, <laughs> won the war. He got to pile drive his beautiful fiance. Something Isn't like, that. Something that's, like so, that. That's that's awesome. Nice work. That's that, they tried the pile driver. <laughs> I could
2: totally see it happening. Her <laughs> sweet little face is like, "Do you want to try the pile dry box?" <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Well, She's well, not
3: that sweet. Paddle? She's not that sweet at all. <laughs> no, she, not- she, we were out the weekend in LA, and she got a little bit drunk, and was just rude to everybody.
2: Oh you know? like no! Like in, in a good way, you know, in a good way.
3: Yeah. You know? Um, it's, we She does this thing with her friends where they like take a picture, like two girls take a picture with a guy. And it's, like, called a – say it was Adam. It would be, like, an Adam Hunter sandwich, uh-huh. you know, like, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. And she took one with Kelvin Gastelum, <laughs> and then she said, Warning, this sandwich may contain a lot of calories. Oh. <laughs> yeah. no,
4: this, this sandwich may
3: cause uh, this, this sandwich may cause Mike, extreme I have a uh,
1: No, now, now, speaking of Kelvin Gastelum, uh, I oh, met yeah. Mal. So, Kelvin's like your best friend, uh, one of your best friends. I, I, w- I was in Vegas last week – or oh, not like, a couple of weeks ago when Kelvin – was uh he 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 missed weight by ten pounds, uh-huh. but so what? He got down to three pounds the night before. Yeah. Had to go to a an I he had to, ER. he, he had to go to the, e, the e, ER get an IV in him, and then in within that IV, that's why he came back to ten pounds. Yeah, well,
3: I was I wasn't with him the night before. I was with him during the day when he was cutting, and um I don't know what the exact numbers are, but he was on his way to weight. Everything was going fine, and then he woke up in the morning. I think he was like five pounds over in the morning, and we went down to cut. In the morning, and he managed to get to about two, three pounds away from weight, but he was struggling, not feeling great. He hadn't been feeling great all week. Then I left because I had to actually go pick someone up from the airport, and I came back, and he was like dying, throwing up, like very, very sick. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was saying, it's like flu symptoms. He wasn't. His coach was saying it's like flu symptoms. So his coaches put him in the back of in the back of the car and drove him to the ER because he was throwing up and vomiting and couldn't, you know, in and out of consciousness and all that sort of stuff. Uh, they got to the ER. I went to see Bert, and I, ra- I, I, like, spoke to Bert and told him what was going on, and he said, ring them, Do you tell them not to go to the hospital. We will sort this out ourselves because they have their own doctors and all that yeah. sort of stuff, and he'll get seen quicker and looked after better and all that sort of stuff. Um, but it was too late at that point. And it was too late. He'd already got to the hospital. He was sitting in a chair with a needle in his arm, and they were pumping him for a fluid. So now, yeah. he had got to the point of no return, you know what I mean? So then when he came back onto the scales... He was like, like I said, 10 pounds over, which is ridiculous. because he, he was like, oh, you fat bastard. I was like, he was close to making weight, and he started dying. Now, you know at that mean? point, did you say to him, hey, man, maybe you shouldn't fight tomorrow? I, I never said that to him directly. I spoke to his coaches. But I, you know, I was surprised that he took – I think this is the thing. This is the thing with the situation because the public uh, don't know the situation, and they only see that he's 10 pounds overweight, and they don't. some people don't read the internet and know what's going on. Like, if it was me – and I'd been to hospital the day before, and I had to fight Tyron Woodley the next day. Like, it takes a big man to yeah. still take the fight. But at the same time, he should have fucking made weight. I'm not, did not taking it away from that. But I said to his coaches, is it really worth him fighting? Then, when he rehydrated, had some food or whatever, he had a wor- I had a workout with him on fight day, and he was fine. I still think that uh, that fight
1: was a draw. I mean, that really was a very close fight. He could have went oh. to Kelvin, could have went to Tyron. It was like neither guys did much damage yeah. in that fight. Uh, I almost feel like they gave it to Tyron because they were sick of – they were pissed off at the weight cut and all this shit. They were almost like – I think that factored into it. Um, it was nice to Tyron. They gave up 25 – did not take his money. I don't know how that even worked out, whether that fight was – No,
2: because like you – if you read the statement he made about that, he was just like, you know, I've been in that same situation. He needs to – Really see who's around him, and he needs to see he needs to hire some people that are actually going to look out for his well being, and not just um, you know what it looks like, and that's a big thing. He he can make the weight, yeah. Oh, Trust yeah. Oh, me, yeah. he can make the fucking weight. I mean, the thing about he's Kelvin, done it. He's a little chubster. He can make the fucking weight. <laughs> the
1: thing about Kelvin and I, I've hung out with Kelvin. Kelvin is literally like a nineteen-year-old kid. Yeah. I mean, he. Uh, He is not – you you talk to Luke, this guy thinking about his career, thinking about his family, thinking about his beautiful fiancé having kids one day. Kelvin is probably on Tinder right now uh, uh, swiping left left, telling girls he's in the UFC hanging out with like you know four huge Mexicans I I mean Kelvin is 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 a kid and it's a maturity level and what's what sucks is that he's so damn talented that even going to the ER the night before and being 10 pounds heavier he can still go three rounds with Tyron Woodley and arguably win
2: yeah because he's Uh, like he's a fighter (laughs) Like, you see it in his performances. He's just that – he's got the, the non-teachable but, thing there. Yeah, he
1: does that. But what he did, though, though, is he walked into a bunch of Tyron Woodley right-hands, literally his hands down, going, I, I don't care how many times this guy's going to hit me, I'm going to take him down. If you keep doing that, you're going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care – that so he had some of the worst technique I've ever
3: seen. <laughs> it wasn't the, it wasn't a normal Kelvin. I think the whole occasion got on top of him with the whole weight cut thing. I think he was more worried about the UFC's opinion of him. Again, talking about me a child rather than concentrating on the, the task at hand. You know, beat fucking Tyron Woodley. The the whole thing with the UFC is they're like, right, you never find a one seventy again. Blah, blah blah. You beat Tyron Woodley in the first round and knock him out, you're fine at one seventy. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. care what they say. So that I think the whole occasion of that the pressure him being feeling ill whatever he fought like shit in that fight you know I, I'm close to Kelvin l- you know love Kelvin think he's a great guy but if you look at his other performances and that performance it was shit but do you and, think
1: him like do you think he walked into some punches with his hands down it was yeah really?
3: yeah but that's that's Kelvin like he, does that, he doesn't think that's, that's a just story. one
2: stipulation of the fight but, like he didn't look like himself
3: no, at, at all, all at all and he didn't throw a like a single combination and he's got the fastest hands in the world division in my opinion he throws such great combinations and he threw like three in the whole fight he just tyron woodley broke his foot as well which is worth mentioning Mm -hmm. so tyron was just after that he was running away he literally was running away because he had a broken fucking foot running away throwing a big right hand like you said calvin walked into it fine walk into a right hand then throw six shots like you normally do and kick him in the head yeah but he didn't so i think that fight was a really bad interpretation of both have you talked to calvin since how's he doing i saw him sad as well he's you know He's
2: doing. Fine. I saw him at Invicta. He's doing great.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not yeah. <laughs> really. Why? What happened? What do you mean? <laughs> he, what is that supposed to mean? He,
2: he's doing great. Like he was all up on all the ladies. Like he's fine. He
1: was. Uh, he was like hitting on all the chicks.
2: No, like he had a whole bunch of chicks around him.
3: Nice. He, he's doing, <laughs> all right. nice. he's doing all right. lot. Nice. He's doing all right.
1: creeper. I'm. I'm proud of my boy. He's like a guy. I want him to have chicks.
3: Marina pointed like point out a very important thing for Kelvin. Like you said, he's like a, a kid. You know, I'm close to him. He has no no direction. Yeah. No plan, no people around him that know how to have directional plan. He's got coaches that he's had since he was wrestling at high school. The same coach, same guys, great guys. They have no experience in the UFC yeah, with he- a top five, top six, whatever he is way in the world. He needs to commit to A-camp, to somebody to help him grow his career. It doesn't matter who it is, to be honest, as long as it's someone who gets him doing the right shit, You know, like yeah. gets him doing something. Because right now he's... I am Victor Loving. Life. He should be in the fucking gym, <laughs> losing weight, winning the well, UFC. The thing is,
2: like he needs to commit to an environment an environment a of positive people, environment. a positive environment, but an evolving environment. Because <laughs> yeah. then he'll be pushed in that same direction. He has a lot of potential. You know, I see what the UFC is trying to do with him, like UFC Mexico. I see that. That's a great angle. You know, he could be such a a huge hero in that sense, but. He just needs to get his shit together.
1: Now, um, now another thing. uh, So yesterday, so there's a whole thing about Dana White saying that Ronda should fight men, or you know, kind of saying it offhandedly. And then Joe Rogan said that she could beat half the guys at 135. Well, today Uncle Creepy got very upset about that. Uh, He says there's no way Ronda could beat Uncle Creepy. He would, it wouldn't even be close uh, in, in any competition. Uh, even with the gi on, he said, took it very personally. Um, I don't know. Uh, I personally, Uncle Creepy walks around at one sixty, one fifty. Probably he's he's a top five guy. I would say Creepy beats Ronda uh, pretty handily. Uh, yeah, I just would think I would think so. I think they're probably about the same weight, same
2: size. Uh, Marina,
1: what do you, what do you did think? Did you just
3: say that Ronda walks around at one sixty? Is that what? you Yeah,
2: she she does. I think that's really cute. <laughs> And I'm a fan of Uncle Creepy, but I think Uncle Creepy might be wrong. You think Rhonda be Uncle Creepy? Yeah, of course. Come on, they're the same weight. Same I'm sorry. size. I'm sorry. I'm. They're not I've the same no.
4: size. I've got like three inches on Ian, and I'm Rhonda's eight on a good day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so he's but he's
1: 125. He's, he cuts about 20 pounds, so he's 145. Rhonda cuts about the same. So they're about. The, they're about. Rhonda's about 150. i She's five. We're not talking about. You know. I, you know, an a eighty-seven pound guy here. We're talking about. I mean, not that Rhonda Ronda could beat most men in the world, but I'm talking about Uncle Creepy, a UFC fighter who's went five As rounds part of against that group. Five yes, rounds in, against Demetrius <laughs> Johnson. You, you think that Rhonda could beat Uncle Creepy? Yeah, Luke, I do.
3: I, listen. <laughs> right you've put me in a tough situation I have no idea I don't know Uncle Creepy to be honest I've never even watched i watched one of his fights I think he fought Brad Pickett in Ireland Mm -hmm. yeah he beat Brad Pickett yeah he did whatever I I remember watching that you think Ronda beat Brad Pickett no but he's gonna say yes so it's like it's (laughs) like I've never watched Ronda Train I've never been around Ronda I don't know you know I don't know but she I've had one session with Ronda when it was with the ultimate fighter and she beat the crap out of your eye hole Grappling. Straight grappling. Big yeah. crap out of it. So it doesn't matter about him being a man or size or whatever. Technically, as a technical athlete and a technical technician, what do you want to say, Wonder is better. But Uriah Hall had no grappling at that point, oh, correct? No, I don't care. It doesn't matter. But like <laughs> You're I'm, talking
2: about a man and a girl. Yeah. Like the, you're, you're, you're a man you're, a man that's like what, two walks around two hundred pounds? pounds yeah. Two hundred pounds. And this is the weight thing you were talking about earlier. So that's my a point. A man with two hundred pounds outworked by a girl who was walking around at 145
1: at the time. we're talking about a man in, we're in grappling. We're talking about... Oh, so...
2: Okay.
3: this is grappling competition, sure. This is my point. <laughs> this is my point. Like, you, your whole discussion was, oh, Uncle Grumpy's the same weight. He's a man. She's a woman. I've seen one to throw around a couple of men. Big men. But, but that's, but, but that's but, all but, I have but that's in, to go ju- on.
1: But that's in judo, though.
3: It's not in judo. It was in... It was in Submission grappling, like you, yeah. you can, you can do a fucking so, so, double leg or whatever. So in a fight, so in
1: a fight, you think Ronda beats Uncle Creepy?
2: Yes.
3: Okay. Do you think
1: Ronda beats TJ Dillashaw? That
2: would be a tough fight. Two champions, two champions. <laughs> that would be a tough fight. I'd probably go for Ronda.
1: Uh, Rhonda beats TJ I, listen you, no, no, you was, say Brock Lesnar trying, she's gonna no, say no, Rhonda exactly like, this is great for the internet though yeah, people are
2: gonna yeah. be fucking debating <laughs> this is great about, for okay. the internet <laughs> yeah
1: okay so uh, alright so, so she beats TJ the 135 alright so let's, who's, change, who's the the the, let's change the, 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 who, the, the yeah, subject who's is the just who's the who's the who's the 145 pound Jose Aldo versus Aldo Rhonda who wins
2: should probably catch one of his kicks and take him down to fucking armbar. <laughs> so you think you think Ronda
1: beats Aldo for real, honestly? Yeah, I do. Honestly, yeah. You think Ronda beats Jose Aldo? Why not? No, not why not. You, you you're saying that?
2: No, really. Why wouldn't she beat him?
1: Because of uh, striking, and uh, you know he's the best in the world at one forty five. Just like Ronda
2: would beat Mayweather,
1: she would crawl. But, but oh, Mayweather has not, one set of skills, which is boxing. No, I'm just saying. Aldo is a black belt jiu jitsu, a Muay Thai champion. Uh, he's got he's got great wrestling defense. You're not defense. convincing
2: me otherwise. You can say Evan, stack.
1: Aldo versus Ronda. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are all scared of her. This is bullshit. This is, all, everybody's this, no, scared I'm of her. They're scared said, of Marina. I've Why no? am I
2: scared of her? No, no, they, no, I everyone, fucking with am. No,
1: they're scared of her. you. They're
4: scared of you, I'm saying. They're, everyone's <laughs> no, scared of voice to no, opinion. No, she does not beat Aldo. No. Okay.
1: Uh, well, why oh not? Why God. not, Evan? Why? Do does you need it, need why are you trying underwear? to make this an, yeah, like, do you need an to online your discussion? Now? No, no, no. Jesus. Why does? Why does? Why how does? Many, he... How
4: many people are you going to ask if Ronda <laughs> loses or beats? I'm gonna many going to keep going until she says no. Okay, so all right, 155. It's not going to happen.
3: Yeah, listen. Right, we go happen. through all the champions, <laughs> all right? We go for Pettis
1: versus Ronda. Ronda wins. Come on. Ronda
3: versus Cain Velasquez. There you go. Ronda wins. There you go. So it's fucking ridiculous. This is bullshit. This is i'll go back to my point technically as an athlete ronda is incredible you know yeah. we saw that at the weekend with that fucking flippy crazy shit that she did yeah you know that's the i think skill for skill you could have an argument that she's as good as these guys or whatever and don't punch me in the face i'm it um, joking but uh you know but fighting uh, jose aldo I, I just think it's ridiculous to be honest personally but she's technically probably better than him in I- what area. In mixed martial arts it's the same in, thing. In every area? No, arts? not every area. This is a stupid conversation because <laughs> when people people do this all the time. You have Fans do it. Fighters do it. Yeah, it's a- striking, grappling—it's all the same shit. It's a black it's the same hole. Thing. No, it's not it's, the it, same. It is. Shit. It is the same. Okay, I'll give you an if example. The same shit I'll, give you an example. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Cat because Zingano throws a flying knee—that's striking—and ends up getting armbar.
2: First of all, it's it a striking yeah, flying knee. Exactly. It doesn't matter. but it's still It doesn't a matter. Exactly. I mean,
1: and she then, basically went this- down. It was, wait, no, it was, no. Because if it was, if it was all the same shit, And I want to
3: point something out just quickly because the UFC came out with this and it's bullshit. There was not a single strike thrown in the fight. It was. Kazingana for a flying knee. That is yeah, a, that's strike. a strike. Yeah. So there was one strike thrown. No, it was fight. missed. It was a real strike. No, no. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, people get so caught up in this <laughs> striking versus grappling. grappling. Versus, you know, have you not seen Ronda box? I'm sure she can box. And then once you, you get into that boxing distance, she can grapple. That's what MMA is. It's a mixture of everything. So saying I'm a – like, I, I – say I'm a striker I am a striker but I do mixed martial arts I do everything together and it's a whole new sport it's yeah. not one thing no of so course when I say Jose Aldo but I think Jose Aldo is a better mixed martial artist than Ronda is but I think Ronda's skill set is higher does that make sense because athletic I think, the skill, I think her it.
1: skill set in one area it of it's mixed not one area art. not it's one area two. it's
2: one she's it's, melted it's, everything together and you can see that by every single we performance have, we, we have not seen she every, dropped Sarah McMahon an Olympic wrestler with a knee With a knee, did we forget about that? That's a different skill set. That's a whole other strike zone. But that's that's one knee.
1: That's, she. Led it only one, took knee. one knee. Uh, it only took one knee. Okay, so far it's one knee. But but look, you can't say it's the all one skill set because, for example, cyborg oh tried cyborg <laughs> tried muay thai and lost to that to that to that girl. But that's a different okay. school. Like
4: that's th- exactly his. Point. That's why exactly you just yeah. You completely oh, missed yeah. his point and just played right into All
1: right, fine. Uh, okay, I, I I think she is better at judo for MMA than she than 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 Jose Aldo. Okay, but as far as boxing and Muay Thai and even jiu-jitsu on the ground, Aldo's better. So you can't say she's better. she's better. This mixed is Adam martial, she's opinion, a, Everybody, she's not better mixed martial artist than uh, than Aldo and skills. I, I can't. No, I, if I you can't, break
3: the skills down into like you're doing, like you're putting them in boxes, boxes, yep. boxes. You, it's just for, what's the point? It's one sport. A sport has Jose Aldo done what Ronda Rousey has done to her mm-hmm. opponents in that way and this is going he's had much opposed. better opponents yeah fair enough i agree with that because the women who ronda's fighting they might. and his opponents
1: aren't fighting like like maniacs and trying you know somersaults to start, start to fight i, I mean th-
2: i know but has there been any other champions that only spent in how many championship fights have spent that amount of time in the cage
1: no, no, in twenty two minutes. Yeah, like she's, she's, killing, that, she's killing it? But women are are falling apart in, in, in these. Right,
2: fights. but if you're going to compare it to other divisions, we might as well compare it to other divisions. Has there been any other champion that has spent that much time?
1: That little time. That, that little, little time.
2: time in the cage defending or getting a title. So, no, so far no. Exactly, because
1: no one's a five rounds, and that's why
2: her skill set and her. Abilities are a lot greater and better than a lot of the other fighters. In okay, the UFC. but she's
3: not beating T.J. Dillashaw. I'm sorry, and oh, I, really, and I, I don't think she beats him, but I, I still and, think and, she's a better mixed martial artist. So that's this, this is my argument.
2: you were so good at gray area. Yeah,
3: she's a better <laughs> martial artist, but she's not beating him because we'll it's see. A different... Honestly,
1: we'll see because
3: uh, I... <laughs> we'll never fucking see. We'll they're see. never going to fight. No, yeah, no, no, they're no, never no, going no,
1: to no. Do We'll it. see about her being a better mixed martial artist okay. until girls. I mean, so far the girls <laughs> that that have fought her uh, have have just. Fought I mean, they like Alexis Davis. Uh, like, and whose fool is that?
2: Yeah. Whose
1: fool
3: is it?
2: Com- yeah, and it's by a the way, and by the and way, we're all the up Alex- on you. It's a combination. It's a combination. the Alexis Davis fight. Let's just let's just have in 16 seconds. In sixteen. she landed a
1: schoolyard headlock on her. No,
2: no. Listen. Forget not about only those that, fights. She okay. landed a left and a right a yeah. right that knocked her out a knee yeah. and then a throw and then a pin and then striking from being pinned look
1: she's amazing are you fucking serious? I, I'm not saying she's not amazing she's incredible okay she's so let's incredible. keep talking
2: about skill set but and how not... many other people can beat her I would lo- I would love to keep talking about this
4: but, but move she's not gonna... on yeah Just
3: like let on. it go
4: you got like 10 more minutes so you better choose some good topics war, war creepy <laughs> all right
3: <100s. laughs> war creepy yeah <laughs> all
1: right what, what else do we want to talk about uh uh, I don't know. So, so, okay. So you're getting married coming up, Luke? Yeah. Okay. When, when's yeah, the wedding?
3: I'm getting married in six, well, six months. Six uh, months. Uh, April, uh, August 26th. Now, where and, did you uh, propose? Uh, in Paris on the Eiffel Tower. Like wow. Bus, what? you, know.
1: what? Do you yes. have to climb up or are you actually that, that tall? You just <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, we have to queue, like you have to go down the Eiffel Tower. There's like two sections to it. And we've got like a tour around the bottom of it and all that crap. And then you have to go to, to go to the top, you have to queue up in another line. And I made sure, like, I bought Lucy a dress, made sure we were all dressed up for it, because obviously I knew I was going to propose. But we're standing in this line, and everyone's in, like, shorts, trainers, like, looks like shit. And we're, like, I'm pretty much wearing a suit jacket, looking all nice. She's got a dress on. She goes, oh, I feel like we're at the, um... What's it called? Yeah, we're at the registry office getting married. (laughs) And I'm, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> funny one did you
2: know did no. you know you didn't know no like, oh so, man and
3: i've got like the ring in my pocket and i'm trying not to hug her in case it like she feels it because the big box and like, it was like it was scarier than getting uh, in a cage with a man was it
1: like you're in the, wait in, in like your, your pant pockets or, like, no no it was, it was in, in my like, jacket oh. my brain like, like oh you're excited and you're like oh yeah. it's a hard thing down there yeah.
3: <laughs> but anyway yeah, shaped so like was, a
1: uh,
2: box <laughs> so
1: we got engaged like
3: about six months ago when was it
1: now has yeah, life so changed since in then? Does it feel different? Like, what? Does it, everything. Does it like now that you're engaged? Is it like is the is sex different? Is it, still, <laughs> is it still is it still is it still awesome? It's
3: everything's still awesome. Uh, Nothing, uh, nothing's changed. I think it changes when you get married, right? That's when uh, yeah, yeah, fucked, yeah, yeah. You're fucked, man. Don't, yeah, don't yeah. get married. That's, as, as that's when it's G-
2: not about the two of you anymore. It's about everything you create. Okay. Oh. Yeah.
3: Well, Kelvin Gastelum put it this way, Luke. You are gorilla fucked. I'm not just fucked. (laughs) Have you seen the video of the frog getting screwed by the... That's me, apparently. You're gorilla fucked. Well, that's
1: such a nice guy. What a nice thing to say to a friend who gets engaged. You're You're gorilla
3: fucked. (laughs) But no, yeah, we're getting married in six months in uh, in Liverpool, back home in England. So.
1: Nice, fun. Yeah, that's awesome. That is so. really cool. But you're not, but you're gonna move here permanently. What is it? is this? Is that the word?
3: Well, at the moment, that's the plan. It's just uh, dealing with the U.S. government It's not that fun and really? expensive. Well, we got to get a green card, all that sort of crap, uh, citizenship. So I'm on a visa now with the UFC, and I'll be here for another year and a bit. So nice. uh, We'll be fine till then, and then we have to try and, you know, hopefully I'm still flying in the U.S. and I can get another visa or we get a green card or whatever. But it costs like $12,000 to get a green card, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, it's, it's a pain in us. Get married first, then we'll work about all that shit. So i mm. got a lot on my plate with that.
1: Now, recently, John Jones yesterday said he has the skills to be Cain Velasquez. Uh, oh, we're
2: talking another about ba- another. This is awesome. <laughs> uh, this is just like the never-ending. This never is what you ending. do in a
1: podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, 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 all right, let's, All right, Marina. Let's no, talk no, no, about. No. No, growing like to, up in Moldova. No, want well, I I mean, okay, to talk
3: about. I think with the podcast, like people love mixed martial arts, but we can talk about other things. You
1: know? Okay, what do you want to talk about, Luke? Um, Coming an hour and a half late, <laughs> <and then> telling me <laughs> to talk about.
2: Oh my
4: about. god! In no, no, no. a goddamn car. that's, yeah, well, I, that's I, a good but, point.
2: Why gotta get in accidents and shit?
3: Yeah. I apologize. I don't know what we want to talk about I'm just saying like John Jones versus Cain Velasquez okay um, no Cain Velasquez smashes him in, in my opinion done next next subject
4: no, I agree I'm <laughs> worried about getting pickpocketed when you had the ring in your pocket at, uh, at the Apple Tower Well, Cause cause a shit of pickpockets especially in
3: Paris it's like one of the most scary dangerous places in the world yeah. people think it's this romantic oh it's amazing Paris it's Full of thieves and crooks, and I wasn't because I'm a six foot six mixed martial artist who <laughs> fights in the UFC. Yeah, so right. if I felt someone on my chest, then it wasn't my. Well, the girl. problem
4: is you're not being able to handle it if you catch them. The problem is not noticing. Oh, okay. That's what, I mean, that's what a pickpocket does. You're not supposed to notice.
3: Well, I, I was so nervous. I had my my arm, like the inside of my arm, on the ring at all times, and I was like sweating and shaking. So I think I would have felt anything. <laughs> would have been good. Yeah. It uh, been what all do right. you
1: think about Tito versus? uh No, I mean Kimbo versus Ken Shamrock. Oh, that's. Hilarious. That, <laughs> I, think, I think it's good for MMA. I think first of all, I think he's gonna get knocked out. Ken Shamrock. I like Ken Shamrock, but Kimo's gonna land the right or left. Uh-huh. It's gonna be over. Uh-huh. I
2: think every organization too is trying to milk whoever they can get of like the last Mohicans. Let's just they just want everybody who's who's still got that itch to fight, and you know they just want to like bite their grit and just bear it. You know, like, I don't know. I'll tell
1: you what I'm looking forward to is Bay uh, versus Bark Hunt. That's going to be a good fight.
2: That is going to be a good fight. And say
1: Adelaide, right? It's in Adelaide. Mm-hmm. I think Stipe wins that fight. Uh, I, don't know.
2: I think Mark Hunt. Really? Yeah. Why? I Because Mark Hunt is a fucking beast. What is Stipe? Yeah, but like.
3: I think if you Was it the Roy Nelson fight? Who did he. Did Stipe fight Roy Nelson and bash him. him up? Kill him. Like that's a good example because of the style. That, yeah. The, the big swinging punches. I think Stipe. Has sets at such a high pace, and he's he's a big guy, but he's not like a two six five heavyweight, so he can keep a much higher pace. But Mark Hunt always has, has that Mark Hunt is. A fucking and not even badass,
2: yeah, so. like he and like you look at him, he doesn't look it, but that motherfucker ha- is like in shape to fight. But Stipe like has lost
1: one fight in the UFC. I mean, he lost to uh, Stefan Struve, who was like it's like fighting Luke, fighting a guy <laughs> who where uh, how do you train for a guy who's six foot eight, yeah. a heavyweight. I mean, it's just hard to train for guys like
3: that. I was, yeah, I remember that fight. I was at that fight. Yeah, really? Yeah, I was. Uh, I just remember Struve running after him, like <laughs> long shots, and him. <laughs> Stipe got caught with a big shot, I think, in that fight, and like it really, really affected him. But uh, I think, I think Stipe I And mean, he is, lost
1: the Dos Santos fight, but I thought he won that fight.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he just the pace he sets uh, will really be the difference in the fight because Hunt he is in shape to fight, but I don't think he can keep that pace, that high, high, high pace. I mean... Mark has taken taking so much damage. And he's not getting any younger. That's what I was saying. Oh, my God. Say. He's taking... But
2: he loves to fight still. Like, there's not... He's not... He's made it publicly uh, clear that, like, he's still in it. You know, he still oh, yeah. wants to... He wants to still be fighting the top guys. He doesn't want to take any breaks and, like... If he's going to end his career, it's going to be, you know, fucking driving through the fast lane. like Maybe, no, maybe.
1: Look, you can never count Mark Hunt out of a fight. And it's amazing how Mark Hunt was on a five-fight losing streak at one point, lost to Sean McCorkle uh, in Indiana, who basically— McCorkle got that fight. I talked to him because he was trolling people on the internet. Every day he was saying, (laughs) I'll fight you, I'll fight you. And he was taking pictures of people and making them— actually, like, go on their knees to look that much bigger. Mm-hmm. And he and he was threatening all these people. Speaking of which, uh, internet trolls. Josh Neer. I don't know if you saw what happened. So uh, this is uh, allegedly, because the, the whole story hasn't gone. The, a guy was harassing Josh Neer. They were talking shit back and forth. Josh says, okay, come to my gym. Let's fight. This guy shows up at the gym. I guess signs the waiver. Puts on boxing gloves. I guess the rule was... Nier would have four-ounce gloves, and MMA gloves, and the guy would have boxing gloves. According to this guy, he was lighting near up in boxing, and then the round was over. Near took him down and then beat the shit out of him. And literally, I mean, it was an assault. He, he fucked him up really bad and posted it on, posted on YouTube, moron gets fucked up at my gym. And then, of course, that video then goes viral.
2: And uh, he signed the guy signed like a, a waiver, right?
1: I guess he said the, the guy then continues to talk shit on Facebook saying, fuck you, Josh Neer, play the whole video, you know, this and that. Where do these people
3: come from? I don't
2: fucking know, man. <laughs> like, what I don't fucking know, man. They,
3: they on? Like, what the who? <laughs> like, which one? Neer, the other guy? Both of them. Like, fuck me. Like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, stop insulting each other on the internet. Stop coming to gyms and getting beaten up. Like, like, oh, just. Uh. there
1: is the things I like everyone's wrong in this situation First of all, that guy don't touch the to fighters and then don't go to a gym and then but if also if you're a fighter don't do you have some sort of responsibility to be the bigger guy to go listen I'm a pro fighter I can kill somebody uh, like what if Josh would have killed the guy then he goes to jail for murder. Uh, he goes, it's a huge thing on MMA. It's a huge black guy out of the sport. I mean, w- what's the upside for Josh Neer other than beat up a, beating up guys on the internet? Pride. Pride.
3: He's, and, he, he's obviously hurting. I don't know. Like, and, I remember when he fought, he fought, a friend of mine that trained, Paul Bradley, fought Paul Bradley in Bellator a little while ago and he got taken down and owned throughout the whole fight. And he's like a little baby. He started, yeah, like, I remember that. He started crying and going, oh, you just just laid on me. There's not fighting. You all. Mm-hmm. I was like, you fucking lost. They're the rules, dick. Like and, this, and
1: that's yeah. what Big John's had to him. And then, yeah. so then people started tagging Pat Militich about it. Yeah. And Pat Miletich then says, Look, man, Nier's always been a good guy. Uh, there's, there's, a whole, there's two schools of thought here. Yeah. There's this kind of new school of thought of like, look, you know, we're not fucking cavemen here. It's assault. You know, be the bigger man. What are you doing? There's an old school of like, you want to fight? You, you, you show up at my home? Yeah, you
2: talking shit? You walk into my house? <laughs>
1: you're going to get fucked up. Exactly. And, I don't know which one. i come I, kind of like in the middle there. I mean, because I mean I do talk a lot of shit on the internet, and the, but I try to do it in like a way of like fun. And, and, yeah, I mean, but you're I mean,
2: not talking shit and being like, if I see you, never, blah, 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 blah.
1: Ever. I would never do that. And, I, and I'm doing it in a way where I'm trying, to, I'm trying to honor the person and I'm trying to help the person, not actually insult the person. And if, but at the same time, if someone gets insulted, I don't go up gyms. At the same time, I understand both. I understand both.
3: Oh, if someone insulted me and then came to the gym and said, do you want to spar. I would just make them look like an idiot and then slap them around a little but, bit. And then let him go.
1: But would you elbow the guy in the face no, and then kick him in the no. head?
3: <laughs> unless, you know, let's see.
2: That was <laughs> a little bit excessive, ridiculous. but I'm not complaining. <laughs> let's you know, just put it that way. You're but, not complaining. But- no, because I deal with so many trolls. Yeah. I deal with, you guys don't even have to deal with, like, some of the shit that girls have to go through on the fucking internet. Like, you don't even want to know some of the shit. I want to know. Tell us. I've gotten told, Rhonda and I both on Christmas Eve have been told to go murder ourselves uh, through the internet. We've been, everybody's always telling me that I'm ugly and I just live in her shadow. And just like, it's like the meanest, the meanest shit you can think of. Like, Sorry
1: about that, by the way. No,
2: <laughs> I could give two shits. These people aren't really affecting my life. Yeah, it's funny. No, but yeah. It's funny that like there are people sitting. Stewing at their fucking keyboards in their grandma's basement, yelling for meatloaf and just fucking, (laughs) you know, like they're angry just Just to get get a a response. response. And these are the same, these are the same fucking assholes who are asking for my signature. They're the same assholes who are like, oh, can I get a picture with you?
1: So it seems like a lot of fighters are starting with Josh Neer on this. They're saying, look, a guy shows up at your gym, he's gonna get the shipping out of him. At the same time, I just think you guys as fighters have to look at it as like, Look, you know, Josh Neer kills somebody, uh, it, the sport's b- then banned. And I mean, it, th- there's enough. There's <sighs> yeah. so many of the, like, the war machines and then the other guy, uh, uh, that, that Josh Crispies, uh, and, and there's all this, these black guys that cast shadows on guys like you and, and, you know, all these college athletes and athletes and, you know, guys yeah, like David the same. Mercad out yeah, there. You
2: it's yeah. the My same hero. in every other sport, too. There's black sheep in every other sport. Football. Yeah. How many fucking guy football guys have beaten up their wives? Can we talk about that? Yeah, that's not good for the sport. <laughs> yeah. Right? And like there's so there's so much drug use, there's
1: yeah, I know but, it doesn't
2: look good, but like it's all part of the sport. That's why we love it. Well, I,
1: but this, I think, but beating up internet troll and beating up your wife, I mean, it's, a, it's a kind of a different situation here. I know,
2: but if you're if you, you want to talk about instances, it's just insta- instances. Yeah. Oh,
1: you're saying it doesn't reflect yeah. the whole sport. I disagree, though, because I mean, because football is not banned in New York. Uh, and and they still and, and and you guys are still making. But the thing is, fucking like, f- four and four,
0: uh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. and two. You and know? The
3: UFC, like, or mixed martial arts. That they're, they're always trying to get out of the shadow that the fact that it's a fight sport, and that's what they're trying to do. Because so when you have these abusive things happen, you're saying it's a bigger shadow over the sport. It's a big, but it, yeah. At the end of the day, the people that want to do this sport are pretty fucked up, you know. Yeah. At the end of the day. so if you're going to promote a sport that has two guys get into an octagon and fight, I'm not saying you know, but you. There's going to be a few characters in there, and it's going to be- not 100 percent sane. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah and it's going to make it harder to make the sport look like a clean sport. No, you're right. But if, if
1: the fighters out there, if a guy shows up at your gym and wants to fight you wearing boxing gloves, uh, I would just say, you know what? Tell the guy thank you. You know, you, you get paid for your for your, your fights. You know, I don't think.
3: There's, there's fighters out there like Marina said some fighters would welcome it and when they turn up they be like let's go the fighters are like I don't need the publicity like, leave me alone you know? like, there's plenty of nice guys out there. I mean Kelvin would probably just sit down and have quesadillas with it. that'd
2: be fine he is that but, nice of a guy yeah he's he that nice of
3: a guy Kelvin <laughs> would yeah I mean I didn't even hear this story I didn't even know this happened so oh you gotta the see first. the video it's, it's crazy, crazy. It's, it's ridiculous. yeah he it's
2: crazy. him so hard
1: yeah. well listen that's our podcast
3: today uh, Luke Barnott where can people find you Um, all over the place no no you find me on Twitter at Luke Barnett Um, I'm not going to say I'm boring like the other guy did what was your hero said I'm pretty boring for you anyway (laughs) Um, yeah I you think you jealous that he's my new hero. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> want to keep up with me, just follow me on there on Instagram. Uh, I do all that sort of stuff too. And hopefully I'll be back on the podcast soon because I was like an hour and a half late today. So yeah, we, the, I apologize. We
1: want to have you as a regular. Yeah, we I, want to we we have you as a yeah. regular. I think, you, I think you're great. I I'm think gonna, you're great. And then you bring your girlfriend. She's great to look at. So, so. <laughs> she's funny
2: as hell too. And she's funny as We need to give hell. her a mic. Yes, yeah, so, she
1: keeps wearing less clothing every time she comes here. So this is, this is, this oh is a very God. good... All right, so and
2: Marina, where can people find you? Marina Shafir, everywhere yes and uh,
1: Adam Comedian or MMA Roasted AdamHunter.com uh, I will be at in Rochester, New York this week what? at the Comedy Club in Rochester, New York uh, in in Webster, New York I'll be there Thursday, Friday and Saturday uh, Evan the Beard thank you for all your help uh, Evan's fighting got a fight coming up in, in a year <laughs> he is he's, he's training for an amateur fight so if anybody wants to fight Evan just uh, tweet Evan the Beard for your first fight no, I'm kidding let's let's, let's <laughs>
3: You're going to get loads of trolls. You're going to get loads of trolls.
1: So uh, thank you, Evan. And uh, thank everybody. Thank you, David Marcad. And thank you, Brett Johns. Good luck in your journey to Alabama. Take care. Bye-bye.
3: Bye. Peace.